but swizzle sticks. Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and this week we have Joe. Wow, I'm not Johnson jamming Joe today. What's the special occasion for that? I actually hesitated. It's it's okay. (laughs) I I just just kind of choked. I was like, we got two, three, Joe. So, uh, what's up, Joe? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, It's good to be on the show. This is like two or three in a row now, so I'm on a streak. Oh, snap. You and T-Bird both. We got T-Bird. Hey. Hey. What's up, hey, hey, The artist formerly known as Frosty Craps. Oh, yep. He has gotten rid of his title. He shed it like a snake sheds its skin. And this week, we are joined by the notorious Grounded Gamer. We got Corey. What's up, Corey? Not much. Just uh, nice to be podcasting again. It's been a while. I mean, uh, for those who don't know, I used to be on a podcast called Game Stuff uh, with butt Joe. Stuff for games. Yeah, yeah, with butt, butt Stuff, as we like to call it, uh, with Mr. Team and T himself and Kali. Um, basically, now this is just going to be the, you know, Lupo slash Game Stuff podcast. There you go. There you but, go. Making my appearances. I have other things going, so we'll see how many I can make. There you go. Well, we, well, just go ahead and spoiler alert. Uh, this is the first of at least two. So we're going to do some fun stuff tonight. We're going to talk about some uh, setting world records and some bull crap like that. And then in two weeks, two weeks from this time, we are going to get back together because you and I, Corey, have been working on what I think is going to be an amazing podcast. But. It has uh, turned into quite the amount of uh, research and, and, and work in the background. So oh, we're going to do a re- insane amount of work in the background. I mean, I'll be amazed if by the end of this, I'm not just like bleeding numbers from my eyes with the amount of work that's going in. For the people that don't know, it's like we decided to make spreadsheets because, you know, let's do that because that sounds like a smart idea and then we're like oh let's make it like pie chart spreadsheets because you know let's just make whatever we're doing even more crazier and uh it it worked out pretty well in the beginning and now it's just like an insane amount of stuff it's it's gonna be a hell of an episode for sure it really is it's gonna be a lot of fun so with that being said we're gonna get this episode started uh and we do that with the toast now this week's toast is another very special toast I'll pull out my ice cold. And last week I had, I was rocking the LaCroix and then I was uh LaCroix shamed. Yep, so this week I had to, I had to, I had to follow it up with a sparkling ice plus caffeine. So this week's toast goes out to T-Bird on a streak because he is the proud owner of a brand new PS5. Oh, congratulations uh, T-Bird. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family, son. I'm drinking my saliva, if anyone wants to know. Uh, That's disgusting. (laughs) It's kind of gross that you have that much saliva to drink. He's salivating over that PS5. 
Yeah, so T-Bird, why don't you tell us the story how you acquired your PS5 since they seem to be so hard to get a hold of. I just went online and bought one. All right. <laughs> Great story, T-Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to freaking Randy Orton no-sell that one. I mean, that's that's really it. Yeah. I mean, I had my, I bought mine from a drugstore. That's the way I did it. The secret to success, you, you pick the one place that no one would expect to sell. That sells, you know, like, the, you know, you get those stores, right? Like, this was a shopper's drug mart. So it's like the store that carries mostly a pharmacy slash, you know, your bed bath products. But then yeah. lo and behold, you know, they got to carry that little bit of grocery, that two aisles of grocery. And then they carry that like one little bit of games because, you know, why not? They sell. And uh, when it came time to the PS5 coming out, I'm like, okay, well, everyone's going to go for the the big boys first. So I went after this like nobody won. And the surprising fact was they were had the smartest idea to do it. They made you sign up for a newsletter, an, a PS5 email, and then only got the you only got the link when the PS5 launched through that email. So people that were like on their website googling PS5 couldn't get to it. You had to have that link. And the best part was is they didn't make you pay for it either. All I had to do was use it, you had to give in your name and an email address. And that's how you confirmed to pick up your PS5. That's how I ended up pre-ordering four of them. Dude, I had, that's amazing. I had four you different mean, emails. You mean to so. tell me a, a small little shop had the best idea out of all these million dollar companies. They're like, how can we get bots from stop doing like stop stealing these things from actual people? Oh, exactly. It, it was it was hilarious because their site still crashed on launch. Like people still, but people were crashing the actual site trying to search for the PS5. It wasn't until you actually looked up the link, and like I say, the the way they did it was it was just an email, and uh, and, and then you're like you had an email and you had your name attached to it. So I attached two, I had four, I well I have a bazillion emails from you know doing so many things i have like a email for myself i have a two grounded gamer emails because i screwed up the wording of it one time and then i have you know an email for the magic shop that i owned i have an email for game stuff so i just used all those ones and then uh put two under me two under the wife who 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 paid for mine by the way i i sold all the th- other three to the best friends that I knew I did have one reserved for Mr. Team and T, but his, his words to me were, don't worry. I'll be able to get one. Come January. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hold it. I said, I will hold it for you until January. I turned it to June. I had, I had Jay right in the month, just not the month. (laughs) There you go. But that's how I got mine. And then, like I said, the wife paid for mine. And then I sold the other. F- I could have sold the other four for stupid amounts of money. Um, but I was a nice friend and sold them all at MSRP to everybody that I knew. So, see, that is a good guy telling a good guy story. And I love it. See, yeah. happy endings do exist, ladies. You can find somebody to get you a PS5 and not scalp it. So. <laughs> right. Speaking of PS fives, Tanner, why don't you start it off with what you've been playing? <laughs> uh nothing really. I All got right. my PS5, Great set job, it up, Tanner. and had a bunch of let a bunch of games download. Yeah, that's what I did the first like did, two days you, online. Now, now have you done the one thing that Joe refuses to do, and I don't understand how he hasn't done this. And I know everybody else I've owned that buys a PS5, this is the first thing they do. And Joe has yet to do this. Have you played Astrobot? I played Astrobot. 
You, you, okay, okay, Joe. You 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 turned on Astrobot. You you opened it up. You walked into the like lobby area, and then you haven't played a single level yet. Dude, it's so good, so freaking good. The no, idea I that haven't. you haven't understood the 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 like you. I, I love Joe's reaction yesterday because you know I've played Ration and Clank so far. Um, you know I've played Astrobot, and Joe goes, "Man, Mortal Kombat Five, Mortal Kombat Eleven on the PS Five loads so fast, and it works so well." And I'm sitting there going. Man, Joe doesn't understand the power of the PS5. When you play Ratchet and Clank, oh, what a difference of a game. And for those who haven't played it, you need to play this game. This shows the power of a PS5. Same with Astro Bot. Like when you play that or if you use the menus and if you go through all the times and if you want to like uh, shameless plug, uh, go beat all Tricky Mix times. Because he decides that he tries to want to beat you, and you go time trial, and you beat every one of his times, and make sure you're the o- he's the only person that isn't beating you on every level. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, no, I actually haven't even I, I, I haven't started that yet. First game I did try was Bloodborne. That's it, dude. How does it run? Way better. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, it's weird. I, I'm playing on my PC monitor, and it's make it's like upscaling it to 4k so so supposedly if you have the right monitor or your right setup you can do um 8k i don't know about with bloodborne but just in general you can't game in of 8k it's only that's only for video <laughs> watching it says it on the on the box come on it 8K, also says 4k 60 i still don't believe it <laughs> it's a version of 4k 60 so that's awesome Dude, Astrobot, I gotta, I gotta say, that is a must-play game. So freaking good, so good. Uh, I might have to wait till I finish Demon Souls. Oh, have you started that yet? No, not yet. I wanted to get the setup right first, so I can actually have proper headphones and everything with it. Dude, it's gonna be exciting. I hadn't bought it yet. I'm waiting on it to go on sale, so that I cannot beat it. <laughs> nah, I can hold your hand through it. Oh, that's right. You can play that one online together. Yep. Yeah, you can literally oh. just walk people through it. No, it's not that easy. Demon Souls, even I've had, with I've them. had two friends walk two other friends through it in a day. Well, I'm saying demons. okay, but if you get someone that yeah, let's put a crazy amount of hours into it where they have the, all the items to do that, it's doable unless they change the way it worked, but. That game wasn't as easy to just walk through. Demon Souls in general is just not an easy walk through game as like a lot of the other Souls games. I I played it on PS3 and I thought it was one of the easier ones, but it was also one of the most enjoyable ones. Yeah, I think I think we're well, sorry, let me rephrase it this way. Demon Souls, I think, is really fun because of the way that it's not so um, like Bloodborne and a lot of the other Dark Souls like demon souls kind of just lets you be free you just kind of walk and you don't know where you're going you don't know if you're going the right way you don't you just end up at the boss randomly um and i think that's what makes it so good and i will admit that demon souls like my one buddy beat it and it's more or less like you can just grind your way to beat that game you don't it's not like dark souls where you have to you could just grind if you really needed to but yeah you can kind of grind dark souls too but I feel like in Dark Souls, it's not as forgiving when you grind. Yeah. I can't wait to play that game. I'm doing the same thing, though. Just wait until it goes on sale. Same thing with Returnal. 
So I, I, I can I thought about picking it up just because I bought my son uh, the digital PS5. So, but I just the idea of paying seventy bucks for a game and not having it physical just I oof, I'm not there yet. I'm not I'm not I'm not on that level. So uh, I just I've been waiting. I was like I'll grab it on sale digitally and then because then that way we can you know play it together. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So even if we could, I didn't realize that you could play online together, but like my thoughts were play it tangentially, you know, like he can, I can die at all the bosses a lot of times and he can beat them and then show me how to do it. <laughs> well, cause <laughs> you, know, you, you don't want to do that. If you, the more you die, it makes that game actually harder. Yeah. And really? T-Bird, if I'm correct, isn't it the, it's the same way. It's not bells though. Is it? I can't remember how you did it. It's crystals, isn't it? Or did I, they change I, it? I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause I, I think at the time I played it, there was really nobody trying to do co-op, so I didn't see any signs or anything. They yeah, just changed it completely in the remake. I have to play it. I think I rid of it. The thing I want to play sure, is though. I want to play the remastered of Neo One and Two. But yeah, is that one seventy bucks for both of them? I think it's seventy bucks for both. Yeah, you didn't Ooh. even play the first version of them. Why would you want to play the? <laughs> What are you talking about to play the first version? You're the one that wants to do co-op all the time on Neo. Except the way they designed co-op in Neo 1 is just it's yeah, just the not person good. has to beat the level before they can join. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, right. Yeah, you can be carried through with other people. I've almost beat the game. I think in Neo 1, I'm like... I could Dude, probably go back and beat it, but... <laughs> do you remember when we played together and you came in and hit the boss once and killed it? Yep. Because I had played so much of that. Like, I've I've played yeah. way too much of Neo 1, and so, that's where... We're, so we're playing, just... right? And I get to the boss, I'm like, can't wait to fight this thing, and Corey's like, dead. Next boss. Move along. I don't got time for this. <laughs> yeah. But that game's... I, I don't know. I, I, I love the, the Soulsy games. I just, for me, it's... I, I can't... I don't know. I just can't spend that much time. It's just too much effort and time and research and like having to like memorize patterns. And I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. I, I put way too much time in Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. I got both. I got the Platinums for them and I didn't do it the easy way. No. <laughs> See, that's where for me, like I've I've played every single game. Well, sorry, I haven't played Dark Souls 2 or 3, but I've played every other version of every one of those games like i've played sekiro and i've i've played them all halfway through like that's the worst part is i've done every one of them halfway through and then i'm just like yeah okay i understand the game i don't feel like the grind's gonna be my thing to get to that point so i'm just gonna leave it be Hmm, interesting all right joe what have you been playing oh not much this week actually i think the only thing i really played a lot of this week i played mortal kombat 11 on the switch as Corey was saying um ps5 you mean yeah i played the ps5 version yeah i actually started playing ps5 games this week because i got tired of just waiting for a trophy war to happen and tricky's just too scared so (laughs) oh you can hit the shot fire button whenever you're ready Corey. oh one second one second (laughs) tricky's too scared there we go there you go So yeah, uh, so I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11, and like Corey was saying, it really low. It like it's insane playing fighting games on a next gen console when there's no load times. So there's like no time to like think about the next match because it's already starting, and you're like, oh, I'm dead because I was paying attention because I'm so used to like playing on a PS4 
where I have time to like check my phone. I feel like that time in my life is gone. So like I'm going to have a lot less phone usage because I don't have time to check like Facebook and other stuff while I'm playing games anymore because things load so fast. So there's none of that anymore. So it's like, oh. The crazy thing is, too, is now that with PlayStation talking about doing the uh, integrating Evo into uh, the PS5, where you can have active live tournaments that you can join at any point in time that gives you Evo spots and like actual tournament play that's not just built into the game. Um, it's going to be insane to see all the different things that grow out of the the interface. The Because P- that's the thing, the PS5's interface, like I was showing Joe, where you just push the PlayStation button. And it's like, oh, hey, there's Corey. He's got a game open with a lobby of whatever game. I can just push a button and it just closes this game, reopens this game, joins the party, done. Like, takes 10 seconds to do whatever. And it's just, they've done really well in interfacing it. So it's very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I like it. I haven't played uh, Mortal Kombat 5 on the PS5 yet because I beat it on PS4. But then I bought all the DLC and Mortal I Kombat. haven't. We, you play Mortal Kombat. Where's Mortal Kombat 5 on the PS, PS5? Oh, man, I wish I had Mortal Kombat 5 on the PS5. You Mortal Kombat 5 is a good one, too. Which one was 5? There five is no 5. Well, there five is technically no there, There's technically, technically no 5. Technically, 5 is the the one. It's uh, for 64. It's the Deadly Alliance one or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, is it Deadly Alliance or was the one yeah, before it's that? De- it's Deadly Alliance. Yeah, it would be Deadly Alliance. And if you don't count Shaolin Monks, yeah, it's Deadly Alliance. Because Mortal Kombat oh, 4 is when they introduced weapons, and that was on 64. It's got an awful fucking game. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, that game was dope. No, it's not. It's dope if you like crappy Mortal Kombat characters, because they were like, oh, we're rebooting the whole franchise. We're getting rid of all your favorites, and you're going to play with Shinnok. Yeah. <laughs> no, and Deadly Nutara. Alliance. And, was, and Nutara. Yeah, no, Deadly no, Alliance no, was you. pretty bad. Deadly Alliance was pretty bad. I like, I like Deadly Alliance. It I re- like Deadly Alliance. Deadly Alliance was like the first step in the right direction again. It's like, well, I think it was. I played, good. That, on the, just, I played that on the GameCube. I love that game. GameCube. I just think the characters. Yeah. I think character wise, we have to, you know. The, the, Yo, by right, you is my, my homie. <laughs> How'd you know I was talking about him? Because he's the best. He sits and pukes yeah, but, on people. Acid Bile is awesome. I said bad characters, and then you just rid. Oh, mo-ca- mo- oh, mocap, <laughs> mocap. You you went to defend him, so like I mean, either that means a you agree with the majority that he is a bad character, and you have to. No, he's a great character. Him. Don't don't be dissing on mocap and meat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deadly Alliance. It wasn't it Deadly Alliance? Yeah, Deadly Alliance. Yeah, that was a good. One. It's Deadly Alliance. I don't care what anybody says. Deception was better. Yeah, like the one that came after it. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one too. That's the one They're where you had good. the full. That's the one where you had the full story game where you could play as uh, Raichiro's. Um, you played as like uh, what was it like Shin, whatever the heck his name was, and like you had to play the whole story mode. You walked around on like the grass stuff, like like coins and stuff. It was pretty cool. That was that, that was a good one. I like that one. That was a good game. I liked uh, it. But let's get back to what I was playing instead of reminiscing about Mortal Kombat. We can do that in another episode. Um. <laughs> I mostly played Disgaea 6 all week, so I've been, like, dabbling in that. Um, I got really engrossed in, like, going in the item world, and for people who don't know what the item world is, it's, like, the rabbit hole in that game, and it, like, it's what eats up all your time. But the cool thing on this one is, is that, like, so I'll explain the item world a little more in detail. So, basically, you can go to this place called the item world, and you can level up your items, and you can rescue inhabitants that live inside the items, and then they give you even more stat boosts for that item. So, like, you can take a base item and, like, level the crap out of it. But what happens is each item world has, like, 
a whole mess load of floors and you just you can either do one of two things you can kill every enemy on the floor which gets you more bonuses and more level ups or you can just escape the floor like you can just go find a portal and go to the next floor and keep going down and every time you go down a floor you get one level you get one level level up on your item and um <clears throat> so the cool thing in this in this version of this guy is you can do auto battle so you can set it to auto battle and the characters will just play the game for you so if you just want to grind in item world you can just set it to auto battle and just like go play ps5 and it'll just keep going through the item world for you it's pretty dope one eternity later <laughs> that's more like high warriors i've given a high warriors update but uh <laughs> yeah i think my characters are like level 250 now in disguise so but like i said oh Corey, you were on last week's episode they level like an astronomical pace compared to the old games like you beat one level you get like 20 levels on some of them you're telling me about that how they yeah, just basically they're like here let's increase the level system but then let's just increase the amount of experience so the level, level system is pretty much the exact same thing just yeah it just makes it, it it arbitrarily makes it look like you're gaining more levels but you're really not you're just gaining it's kind of like the when playstation changed the level system to be honest it's like oh man you're level 300 and something instead of what 30 a waste. instead of 30 <laughs> But well, it, it was only really a waste for like people like CJ and people who capped themselves out right away and had and nothing oh. to work for. They so what you're saying is it, you. no, it's like measuring your penis in millimeters instead of inches. You just go, well, like, yeah, oh yeah, it's my your... penis is like 300 <laughs> millimeters, guys. It's an like two and a half inches. Yeah. I mean, it's e penis, right? We talked about this, Daryl, right? They're e penises. Yeah, most important um, penis. Exactly, it's the most important penis. Um. So other than that, other than Disgaea, I started. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I started. <laughs> Here's what's I... gonna happen, right? I know. I know. We're gonna die. Okay? I know. I know. I started... All the good things we did in this world aren't gonna matter. It's okay. They're not gonna last. It's the okay, things cause... that are gonna be remembered is, hey, you remember when that dude said the most important penis was Z penis? It's okay because all t- all titties matter. ATM, everybody. There you go. ATM. <laughs> all titties matter. Um. Wow! <laughs> you need an uncle. You need an uncle Roger thing on your soundboard. Are you fucked up? <laughs> it's Uncle Roger. I just need to get an Uncle Roger soundboard in general. I'm just gonna oh, ask yeah. him to oh make one. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> how are you gonna ball fry rice? Hiya! <laughs> why are you gonna drink rice in the colander? Yeah, you know don't drink in the colander. Chili jam, Jamie Oliver. You. What are you doing? Dude, he reminds me. He reminds me so much of the dude from uh, Omegle. Oh, oh, you yeah, ever watch? Yeah. You ever watch the Omegle chat videos? Yeah. Oh. You know what? You know what I find funny is remember the good old days when we when like back in the day when the funny thing was to do was just just go online and find like Arnold Schwarzenegger like like everybody remember what show was that called where they did like there's an entire comedy channel show or like comedy show that was based on them like oh prank callers and then all they did is was found like yes. different soundboards from like arnold oh. schwarzenegger and like oh, Sylvester crank, Stallone crank, and that's it about crank crank yeah. Crank yeah, yeah yeah and they're just you and then like i don't know whatever happened to that like everyone got into soundboards now but everyone forgot about like i guess because copyright's a thing and all that stuff but it was that was the most hilarious show ever is when they would just call and then they would just use all the soundboards man they brought it back, they brought it back a few years ago yeah but uh, what else have I played? Um, I played Yakuza. Uh, I'm playing Yakuza Kiwami now. I'm trying to get somebody, through all of them. Somebody, 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 somebody. Ah, how are you doing? Sorry. 
Was that you or the soundboard? It was me. Jesus. I'm like, who who's needs over using the soundboard? Jeez. Daryl's a walking soundboard, if you haven't noticed. Anyway, uh, so I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami, and yeah, that game's pretty intense, but I feel like it, it doesn't kick into gear as fast as Zero does, as far as like opening up the game. You have to get a bunch of chapters in before you actually like get to the hub world where you can actually like, do anything in the game. It's pretty much just like the first four chapters are just like story, 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 story. Well, because Kwame is the, the first game just remade, right? So it's yeah, yeah. But it's it's very different than Zero. If, if like you started with Zero and you're like, oh, man, it's really open world and like you can do whatever from the beginning. I was expecting kind of more of that feel with this one because I haven't played. I haven't played Yakuza like the older ones in a while. So I kind of forgot like everything about them. That's a problem. Yeah, the old, games, the so. older the older games are like very like that's what was weird when you go from like Zero to Yakuza like Kwame and then Kwame 2 is I found the same problem because I had started with four, five and six and then played zero and then when you play zero it's like okay this is an upgrade from six like it takes a lot of what made six good and then it just like makes a better version of it and then you play kiwami and kiwami's like here's the base version of the original game like we're not going to change anything except for the battle mechanics a little bit and it is like very much a very different game it it is a harder game too they're harder i would say they're harder games like the bosses take more um hits to kill even 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 if you're like playing it on like normal or easy, the bosses are still pretty difficult. Like I was like, damn, this is like testing my my uh my gaming metal and my patience right now. Your manhood. Yeah, I'm I mean that's also because you fall asleep all the time. Yeah, dude. The other night I fell asleep. I felt bad. I was like, oh, oh I, I'm not gonna I, fall I asleep tonight. That. I figured I'm that. Gonna, I'm not gonna fall asleep. I was on. I was literally in chat when I fell asleep the other night. Like literally, I know. I oh, when do you not fall asleep in chat? Let, let's be honest here. It's it, it, the three things Joe does while being in chat: goes and takes a shit, doesn't let anybody know. He just disappears, comes back, tells us how his shit was. Two goes and gets snacks or drinks. Once again, doesn't tell us, and then randomly he'll connect to himself while he's in the kitchen scrounging around, and we just hear him like rustling. It's like you know when you hear like a rat scurrying through the kitchen in the middle of the night. <laughs> so all it is is this: there's no sound at all, and all of a sudden you're. <laughs> And there's Joe like grabbing whatever it is. And then there are times where he just falls asleep. And then so you never know what it is. And you can't confirm it until you hear the snoring or you hear that little bit of like. And the best part is with Joe is that like for the longest time, how I used to get him to wake back up is back when Joe lived before he moved into his new place. Used to like, you know, game out in the living room. And his wife always used to. It would be hilarious when his wife was come out at two o'clock in the morning and just yell at him for being up still late. And so what I would do is when Joe would fall asleep, I'd be like, Joe, Joe, your wife's in the room, Joe, Joe, wake up. She's Joe. She's 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 coming for you, Joe. And then he'd be like, oh, uh, I got to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Uh, Uh, the fun stories of Joe uh, falling asleep. Uh, Uh, So with that being said, Corey, what have you been playing? I mean, I've been playing a lot. Uh, for those who don't know, um, I think at this current point in time, I'm either tied or leading the Be Legit hashtag Be Legit competition that's going out through the world where it's uh, beating games that are quote unquote supposed to be either legit games or over eight hours in game time on how long to beat, which I like how you said quote unquote legit. Well, it's it's got to a point where when I look a lot of a lot of games up now, the problem is is speedrunning has killed ninety percent of games on how long to beat. So as soon as you look at an older game, the problem is is that an older game that should be taking like when me and Joe did Donkey Kong, I could tell you right now, maybe it's because we sucked, but 
it took us way more than six and a half hours to beat that game. We must have spent six and a half hours sometimes beating one or two levels um, because of how bad we sucked. But um, that was also because Joe would fall asleep, you know, back to the previous story. Um, wow, Joe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the the... <laughs> The great thing with the how long the beat, though, is that so the way it works is if a game hits 20 hours, though, then you get yourself uh, two points. The problem that I've been finding, and this is where I've had the biggest heat, as soon as speedrunners hit any game, it lowers that 20 hour mark of what a game should be like Mass Effect one. That should be around a 22 hour to 24 hour mark is what I would see is the how long to beat down to 14 hours. And so the average then becomes 17 hours, which makes it only one point. So unlike most people, I actually play games to play games. So when I do that, I spend way too much time playing games sometimes. So uh, with that, for example, I rebeat just because I'm a sadistic person. I decided instead of transferring my save over from Final Fantasy VII Remake into the PS5 integrated version and then rebeating the game, which would just be playing the last level of getting the, the trophy and calling it a day, I decided to not reload my save and play through the entire game again. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. And it took me 32 hours. Um, I did it in four days. No, I didn't a week. I did it in a week, <laughs> Oops, but... Not. Um, I beat that again, which was great. And for those who haven't played Remake, if your excuse is that you're waiting for the game to quote-unquote finish, go get a life, because this is a different game. And until you play the Remake, you won't understand what makes it so different. Because if you're going to have that argument with me, then go, you know, why don't you just wait for Halo to finish, you know, Halo 22 before you decide to play Halo ever because, you know, the series isn't done yet. The story's still there. Master Chief's still somehow alive. And, you know, Cortana's lost again. You know, like, you know... Spoiler! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The plot for Halo 22. Cortana's lost for the 15th time. And Master Chief's <laughs> still alive somehow, except he got launched three, four, into... Still doesn't know how to make a game. Yeah, woo. No, but... um. It's the same idea as like uh, they've changed so much of this game. And then especially when you play on PS5, they did the intermission mode, uh, which I've also beat. Um, they changed a lot of the way the mechanics work in it. And it actually plays more like I thought it would uh, with the remake over the way integrated plays, um, which is great. And for people that need to play that, it's a definite pickup. Uh, the other game that I really started putting a lot of time is... I've really just been playing a bunch of random stuff uh, as maybe uh, in two weeks we'll be talking about it. But uh, PS Now has kind of been my friend. Uh, so I'm trying to beat games that are coming off PS Now, like Jump Force, which I hate, um, but I'm beating it anyway. Um, I also dived into the PS5 version of Doom Eternal, which is amazing. Uh, Doom Eternal on PS5 is gorgeous. It runs super smooth. It's just the the way that game looks with all the blood and guts and ray tracing is just phenomenal. Here I thought when uh, I used to hear Kalai talk about ray tracing, you know, back in the game stuff days, uh, just think it was a fad and like it can't be that great. I'm somewhat right, but um, it, it definitely with certain games and the way that it works, if it's done properly, it makes games feel different, which is fantastic. And then the only other game I played, which for those before, I, when Daryl, when does this episode come out? Monday. Monday. So three days from now. Okay, perfect. So people still have time to go onto the PlayStation sale that's on right now and buy Dreams. You need to buy Dreams. I, I don't. 
you need to buy no 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 you got to listen dreams i thought dreams are the same way everybody else did it's just little big planet except this time you don't even get a story mode you just get the making of games i thought the same thing but right now it's ten dollars so i'm like you know what i'm gonna pick it up the amount of stuff that is done in dreams is insane i played a full sonic game that was or a sonic game that was better than the actual sonic games that have come out in the last couple of years hey, you watch your mouth you watch your mouth someone remade the original mario in dreams and didn't get sued wow nintendo's slacking well because it's it's in dreams it's in dreams it's made with the engine so anything that's made with the engine it's copyrighted under the engine so that's the best part um and it's not called mario um fallout 4 someone remade an entire open world fallout and is making their own story and everything like that and redoing it and they're using the they're they're more taking a lot of the so they're they're so far, they don't have a whole lot, but people are making this, and it plays like that. And the other thing is, too, is uh, one of the cool things that uh, Dreams has come out with is the the there, there's people that make mini motion pictures. Um, like yeah. I watched one the other day where it was uh, about like a it was about a, uh, a I think it was a Wolfman and his son, and the hunters come in and they kill the son. And then he gets this boy that comes and meets up with them. And then he actually like puts him under his wing and stuff like that. And there's lots of cool like animations they have. There's music videos. People have made music videos for, for their favorite bands and put them through dreams. Um, It's just a real cool experience to see what people can create with something that, with the tools that they're given. Um, And right now there's a um, event going on where you can chain play as a giant uh, muscly penguin um now if the cool thing the way this works is you play this this giant muscly penguin that is trapped in this world and then what it does is as you finish each level you go through a portal that then transfers you to someone else's level for that penguin so it's a continuation of all these different levels that are all attached together so it's really cool of what the community is building and it really goes to show that um, you don't have to have a degree and a development background to make games and make levels and make things like some of the things they make. I'm like, like, what was it? Someone remade the entire original Ratchet and Clank, I think, if I'm correct. And someone also remade it, like made a God of War game that's all inside of dreams. Like, it's insane the amount of effort and time that people are putting into these games. Like, there's full 20-hour experiences in Dreams that are made. Like, I saw a D&D one the other day. Like, it's people need to pick this up. But but that was it. That, that's what I played. I've been trying to tell people, man. But, <clears throat> you know, like, I don't really know many people that picked up Dreams. And I think it's, it's $10. Safe, so. If you don't, I mean, if you, have, if you have $15 to send on Game Pass, save yourself $5 and buy Dreams. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I think it's a pretty rad game, dude. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) As for me, I have played, I'm actually playing right now uh, a little bit of 007 Reloaded on the uh, the 360. I busted out my 360s and I was like, you know what? I I put one in my bedroom, one out here in my office. And I was like, I'm going to play some of these 007 games that are not backwards compatible. Which one playing are you playing? Playing on the 360. Do what? Which one the GoldenEye remake. The GoldenEye Reloaded. That's the only one I it's never okay. bought because I heard it was bad. Oh, That's what you... I heard too, but it's okay. It's not it... It's not GoldenEye, but... 
I think that's the big thing that, especially with now, like uh, the problem nowadays with games in general is, um, which could be another topic, I guess, for you guys for another day, is nostalgia is one of the worst and best things of the industry right now, where things like the new Dark Alliance game, it's okay. Is it as bad as it is? No, but it's because it has the name Dark Alliance. And it's the same thing. As soon as you slap a name onto something that's supposed to be like something else, um, you instantly get massive flack for it. So I mean, it better be like that something else. That's pretty much what people think. That's like Joe. Yeah. Joe Joe wants his mo- Joe, what's your experience with Mario Golf? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, so I decided I, so I picked up I said this on the show a few weeks ago. I picked up all of the old of the 007 games on 360 for a dollar a piece at a at a yard oh, sale. Oh man, that's a good deal. I love all the Dude. old ones. Dude, yeah. So I picked up all those. So I was like, man, I'll play through some of them, and I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. I picked up a slew of controllers this past week. So I got like the Modern Warfare Three Xbox 360 controller. That's cool. That one's a nice you know, controller. Do you know if you trade those in at GameStop, they're worth like twenty bucks a piece. Really? So, yeah, controllers are worth a lot. That's dope. Well, I'm not trading any of mine in, but you know, it's pretty cool that I got them. Um, I played a little bit of The Simpsons. I picked it up for a dollar the other day. Oh, the hit, hit and run? run? I saw you playing. Okay, so I got hit and run, but I'm playing the 360 The Simpsons game. Oh, I love that game. I played <laughs> countless hours in that game trying to find everything. Everything's, there's hidden things everywhere in that game. There's everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, Um. so I picked up, so it's crazy. I've been buying games like freaking crazy. Uh, so I picked both of those up for a dollar each the other day. But uh, So I got that. I, I picked up some really cool games. I've been posting some of my stuff in the uh, Facebook group. And, uh, and so it's some pretty neat stuff. I played, as far as PlayStation stuff goes, I did a, a little bit, uh, some little spam. So I know that CJ had mentioned two weeks ago or last week that he played, um, and then actually that I played as well, uh, the uh, Super Destronaut 2 that just came out. Super I don't what? know if you guys played Radalika's Super Destronaut oh, no. like a year or two ago. It's one of those, uh, those you know, short platinum games, but like it's a little one of those little space shooters. It's really, really good, like way better than it has any right to be. So it's way so better than Catch the, My Bowling Ball. Yes, yes, way better. <laughs> so this one is the sequel, um, Super Destronaut Two, and it is really, really freaking good. So I, actually, I was given a code from Radalika, and uh, I, the game is awesome. It is super flashy, super fun. I've a uh, Played it and platinumed it on PS4 or 5. I've played it and 100% it on Xbox uh, One. So, great game. It's only $4.99, but, like, dude, oh, my gosh. This is one of those short games that, like, I mean, you could play it forever, and there's tons of modes and tons of levels and stuff. But as far as if you're just actually out trophy hunting, achievement hunting, it only takes about 20 minutes. But it's one of those games that, like, I keep playing, like, and I, would, I was playing the different stacks of it just because I enjoyed it and I wanted to get my trophies and stuff. But man, it's one of those turn your brain offs and, ju- and just like shoot and get these crazy combos and power ups and stuff. And uh, it's a great game. Um, one of Radalaka's best, you know, better offerings, in my opinion. But uh, I played that and then I saw someone had posted, they're like, oh man, there's this new game on PlayStation for a dollar. You pop balloons and dragons and junk. So it's called like uh, Balloon Dragon or something like that. <laughs> Is it and, made by the Bible people? Is it that- no, the Breakthrough Gaming? No, huh? 
uh, this, but similar in the yeah, the fact that it's a dollar and it's a relatively easy platinum. Jeez, this this whole uh, genre I, is getting out of hand now. It is getting. It's it's just called Tower of Balloons. That's what's called. And uh, it took me 29 minutes to platinum it. But I was watching like before work the other morning. I was watching Hodge Twins videos and just, <laughs> just laughing oh, and freaking popping balloons. And you're this little dude, and you're just like popping all these balloons that come up through the air. And then you get like gold balloons. You got like uh, little dragons and junk. You just jump on their head and pop them. It's dumb, but it's awesome. So, and then I decided, so my, my trophy completion is going up. I'm at 43.29%. Just keep adding no shit games to your list and don't play any Dude, real games. I'm telling you. I'll get what to 50% by tomorrow, Daryl. I've had, I've hit an influx where I've actually turned the tide. And uh, so what I decided to do was like, you know what? Instead of starting new games until I'm done with my list, I'm just going to either play trash or clean up trophies. That's that's my goal. You gotta start a trophy. You gotta start a trophy Tuesday, like I have. Well, man, I got I got too many irons in the fire, but I'd love to. Uh, so essentially, what I've been doing is I was like, I'll pick. A, I'm gonna play a game. I'm gonna pick a game, and then I'm gonna clean up trophies on it. So I picked up Killing Floor Two the other morning, and I had a little bit of time before work. Played some Killing Floor Two. Picked up some collectibles. Got some trophies. Had a good time. I was like, man, that was awesome. Um, been playing Lego uh, Lego Movie on my uh, on my Vita. When I take my lunch breaks, that's what I've been playing, and I've been cleaning up the trophies on it. Uh, I think I might platinum that. You one. gearing up for Lego Movie Two to come in the mail? Uh, I've already got it. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> so, did you? Uh, uh, and then the last. Wait, wait, wait real quick. Did you want to buy anything off the uh, off the game game sale? No, no. I was out whenever you'd message me that. Tanner, you should and you should check that out because there's a lot of PS5 games on there for cheap. I got digital. Oh, tell me too. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, I've been buying games like crazy. I need to stop. Uh, but it's, it's, the biggest thing now's the time to do it though, Daryl. Now's the time. To, everything's because everybody's clearing out all their PS4 inventory. Yep, it's the best time because then what's going to happen is they're going to clear it out, and then in two or three years, all the games are going to get really expensive again because it's going to be like, oh, well, now they're not in circulation anymore. You got uh, that's what happens every that happens every time. Like I I love how right now everyone's freaking out because they're like, oh man, retro games. They're oh you got to buy them now because they're they're having this and it's like every once in a while we have an influx of games that are worth whatever, and then. All it is is just an influx because something's missing. It's like I have Def Jam Fight for New York, which is like blows Amazing. my mind how much that game's worth for a PS2. It's stupid. I understand why, but it, it blows my mind that Fight for New York's worth the the two. What is it? Three hundred, almost two hundred dollars complete right now. Yeah, yeah. So I've got. I'm insane. looking at eBay right now. Godzilla for PS4. Okay, oh, from 2015. Lord, Pre-owned, two twenty-five, one forty, one seventy-eight, two twelve, two hundred nine, two fifty-eight, two hundred nine, four hundred sixty-nine dollars sealed. Sixty-nine. Right now, they got one. There's an auction for. It's at one hundred fifty dollars with twenty-five bids. You know, somebody wants four hundred dollars for it. It's, it's, it's insane. I've got that game. That game's because, not even good. No, you know what it is, Daryl. It comes to the point of like what Pokemon Lecter's cards are, market. or even Lecter's like market, it's yeah. it's it's just sealed product. Everybody yep. wants sealed anything. If it's sealed and it still has the wrapper on it, it doesn't matter what it is. If you get it graded, that you could probably go into Walmart right now, 
pick up those like uh back in the ps3 era when we had all those shitty secondary license games or especially the ps2 where you could probably find a whole bunch of those shitty ones still sealed and you get that graded at nine point whatever it don't matter It, it, it will be worth more than what you probably paid for it um the, the so, crazy thing is these grading guys are making stupid amounts of money. Yeah, because they charge you the crazy amounts. So so what I've been doing is I've been buying games and then like I've been buying them on clearance and crap like that. And then leaving them in the wrapper and playing them. And just keep, I got a whole shelf of sealed in the box games. Well, here's the thing that people don't know is that when it comes to ROMs, if you decide to play a ROM, it is not illegal to play a ROM if you legally own the same game physically you can play the rom and it is not illegal it is only illegal if you play the rom and you don't own the game Boom. so, so buy the game buy the game sealed them. don't open them download and just... it illegally. legally you download it download, legally then er- yeah then erase the roms when you sell your products for thousands Boom. of dollars later exactly there you go just like that so yeah so the the, the big game i really want to talk about though that like has to be mentioned is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Holy freaking crap. You talking about PS5? Tanner. Yes. Oh my gosh. You got to play it on PS5. Uh, you got that happy feedback and those triggers. I know, but it's every so expensive. Feels different. So it expensive. is. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not buying every time I Every time I look at it, I just... The problem is, is there's no way to buy it in, like for PS5 unless you buy the, the cross-gen version. And they never let that go on sale. It's like, here's the PS4 version with whatever, but you want that PS5, but you got to buy the cross-gen. And then all I think about is that that's going to take up almost a half of my console as soon as I install that stupid thing. 213 gigs right now. And that was pre-update uh, that like won't install. Jesus. 213 gigs of trash. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, so, it but it's, it's so freaking good, man. It is so good. So I, I played it this past weekend and I beat it and I, oh my gosh, deep dive incoming. The game has branching paths. Okay. I it heard it's a, I heard it's a great story. Oh, it's so good. It really is. It's got multiple endings. Better than Ghost? It looks. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What? It really is. Wait, what? Yeah. It's better than Ghost. Okay. So, so the thing that makes Ghost unique and stand out is because it's about family. You know what I'm saying? So like, oh god, almost, are you gonna make it? Did you not make a meme for that yet? <laughs> Why Ghost no, is no, the best yeah. Call of Duty, and then Vin Diesel pops out because it's, <laughs> it's family. <about> family. <laughs> uh, that's why I said that. I said I said that one up, but yeah, no, that one's got a story about two brothers. You know what I'm saying? And their dad, and it's just like it's a good story. Um, if Ghost was made in 2021, then it would be the the clear cut winner. But Cold War has a great story. And that last chapter, guys, I just a freaking, I want to talk to somebody about it because it's so, you have the opportunity to like save people throughout the game and you, you make basically good karma, bad karma decisions, but you don't know that. Okay. So I'm kind of spoiling it because yeah, it tells you like you chose this particular path, you know, but you don't know what kind of outcome that could have, if any at all. When at the end of the game, it kind of like, oh, dang, this could possibly change things. So you play through the whole story. I kind of had picked up on who I am and where I line up in the story. Uh, And then the final, the final chapter happens. And it's like a mind banger, dude. It is so good. 
I'm like, this has, it's so much better. It has any right to be Tanner. As you mm-hmm. were going through that final sequence, which, how, which, which one did you pick? So the CIA mind control kind of thing, the brainwashing. Okay. Okay. Did you push against the grain or did you do what, it, what they told you? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. That, that particularly, I kept going exact opposite of what they said. I did. <laughs> Me too, man. Like everything they said, I did the opposite. And I swear it felt like I was breaking the game. And there's, did you How keep far, doing that or did you finally get tired of it? No, I kept going. Did you get to the cave? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got past that. Yeah. That's, that part was weird. Yeah. It was awesome. I got to a point where they finally put a hard stop on it. Hey, yeah. They, they, like, yeah. Yeah, it was it was so cool, but the whole game, and then at the end, you have this this really awesome like, do I want to be good or do I want to be bad? And I went all in on the bad ending, and it was awesome, like so cool. I wasn't expecting this out of Call of Duty. Like I expected Call of Duty to be a good six hour, you know, fun action popcorn, you know, Marvel film, and it was that and so much more and. Dude, I'm telling you, you guys got to play. If you can get your hands on it, you know, wait for it to go on sale, whatever. I mean, this coming Black Friday, you know, the new one will be coming out and whatever. It'll be, you'll get it. Dude, it is so good. I hate that I waited as long as I did, but I'm glad I did. So I get points on the backlog beatdown. But uh, so freaking good. I'm going to go back through and kind of, I won't delete it off my hard drive right now just because I want to go back through and clean up some trophies and like, explore the good ending i want to but apparently i was reading up on it there's four possible endings i don't Tanner, see i don't do, see how okay i'm assuming uh, it has something Darryl, to do with the path of who you save oh man you're making me want to Dude. waste money and buy this game especially with everything going on in my life is <laughs> well it's not a waste of money but if you're not going to another good thing too is the zombie mode right so I played the zombie mode. That was the first thing I downloaded. And it's like open world battle royale zombies. And so like, oh, okay, it does. So you it's don't start so off in like battle a battle royale, though. but, but like it's the battle royale map. Like it's open. There's like a clear wall in the distance, like way, way, way in the distance of like a purple gas. And you have to run through the world and find a, you know, attachments, you have to find guns. I mean, there's objectives and stuff too, but I just like, there's no like here, you're in this world, this one section, like, you know, kill zombies and then, you know, defend it until you get to the next section. Like it's completely open. And so it's more like it, a Daisy kind of thing than it is the like Daisy mod than it is. Uh, maybe not zombie. really. It's, it's still, it's still traditional, traditional zombies. It's just, it's got a, bigger map you can explore oh okay which is from the gameplay i've seen it's way cooler than just having the one standard small map with a bunch of little spots you can get into yeah but yeah i mean there's like i said it looks like they took the battle royale map and then put zombies in it because you can go anywhere you can all the buildings are full of new things and and there's like little objective things hidden here and there and little collectible-ish things that or like these little portal things that throw rifts in the world and does crazy stuff and it's wild it's really wild now i only played it for like you know 30 40 minutes or something like that but uh what a little bit i played of it it was it was pretty dope i don't know if there's like cuz i heard they've done updates to it so i don't know if there's like a traditional 
you know, like story. Cause you know, in the, oh, in the past a, few zombies, there's done? a weird, there's a weird story to it. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I haven't, I haven't got into all that yet. I just basically ran around and killed zombies until I had to leave the house. So but man, don't make me leave, babe. Don't make me leave, but it's good. So I highly recommend it. If you have not played call of duty, cold war, play it. It is totally worth it. Um, it's dope, man. It's really good, but it, it is half your hard drive. Yeah, well, I'm 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 trying to like not play anything Call of Duty f- till till next month. So. so, well, I dig that. So, all right. With that being said, this is the Loot Bros Podcast. I did not do our housekeeping earlier, so I'll do it now. We have a new YouTube channel. Okay, we have merged our YouTube with Push to Plat, uh, so there are you know much more subscribers on there, much more content on there. And then from this point on, we will we will be uploading the every show to the to the YouTube. So all that information will be in the show notes. Check out the YouTube. Check out our socials. All that stuff. Everything will be in the show notes. Uh, check out Ninja Loop. Check out Sounds Heavy. Uh, CJ just launched a brand new monthly Xbox show. He has the number two, three, and four, or the number one, two, and three. I don't even remember. One, two, and three. Um, the number one, two, and three. Uh, Australian Xbox Achievement Hunters uh, on the show, Bruh. and it's called Avocation Bruh. to Climb. So, yeah, definitely check it out. CJ's a good guy. Anything he puts out is freaking gold, whether it's Xbox, Nintendo, you know, whatever. He's a, he's a true Sony pony at heart, no matter what he says. I didn't no comfort He fights hard. He fights hard. <laughs> he's a salmon. He got to swim upstream. He's a, he's like a furry, you know, you, you never, you, when he puts it on, you would never yeah, know it's never him. You would never, never know it's him because you can't see past the, the, the furry face. Right. So it's just, when he puts the Sony pony, he probably just like puts on the like Sony pony uniform and then he just like hides in a corner and then he just comes out and he's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was just playing play play. I mean, Xbox. I was playing Xbox <laughs> guys. Game pass, game pass. Right. Right. Game pass. Gotta get my game pass on. So yeah, so that is our housekeeping. With that being said, we're gonna head over to our leaderboards. And you know, I, w- I was thinking about this earlier while you were talking, Corey. You're mm-hmm. not on our leaderboards, are you? For what? What what, For what our leaderboard? True trophy, the True Trophy Loot Bros podcast leaderboard. Uh no, because when it comes down to it, uh I'm not one sadly to like go after trophies as much as people think it's just it just happens it's more or less just i play too many games and that's the the way i get my trophies is i just like like i can't remember what my completion rate is i think my completion rate's at like two percent that's a good completion rate yeah it's it's more than zero yeah it's pretty 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 bad but i guess i can join you should do it you should definitely do it you should go to truetrophies.com create yourself a little profile find the loot bros podcast custom leaderboard and then each week we read out the top three sometimes five spots in first place it is mr cj affectatious don't with 203 trophies what a i don't surprise. care what he says he didn't play no 10 minute brick breakers he's actually out there getting those trophies second place resident daryl with 75 trophies that's way more than i thought i got and then you got third place, Tricky Mick, freaking 70 trophies, playing some Rock Band 4. What is this? Whoa, it's not Division? 
Are you sure Division doesn't have a Rock Band patch? <laughs> well, no, it's got to be Division. It's got to be a new DLC Division. pack with Division. Yeah. Oh, wait, is there the a PS5 Band version DLC. of Division yet? Is he playing that? I think, oh, it's, the, I think we'll... it's, the, it's the Filipino stack of Division. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, is there a different version of the game that he downloaded? Yeah, did they make a new version of the game? I'm sure they will. I'm sure, I, you know him. He's got, I got it. He's got his turbies. He's got to sync them up. He hasn't synced them up yet, so. That's like him saying that trophies. No, that's like him saying that is is saves auto auto sync his saves and uh you know you can't stop that and uh yeah no that's as as you all are everybody that owns a PS5 knows that that's not how that works. You have to make an effort at transferring over your save for ninety percent of the games. So Mm -hmm. and just like he beat all those hard Nintendo games for be legit. Yeah, okay. He beat all those on his own. Mm-hmm. He did yeah. not cheat. He did not download someone else's save. Oh, no, he didn't, did he? Yeah, he did. Come I on. Know he did. <laughs> I'm being facetious, Bill. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you made me Joe Biden over here. Come on, man. Corn pop. Corn pop. All right. <laughs> In fourth place, we got. <laughs> In fourth place, we got Mr. DMNT with 64 trophies. There you go. And I wanted to read out the top five because in fifth place, we have Mr. MZ Nitro with 39 trophies, but he got his last trophy in uh, Poker Pretty Girls Battle Fantasy World Edition. Oh, man, that's what I wanted to buy the other day. So he's been he's been playing those uh, those uh, CJ's favorite, you know, the CJ special, the soul CJ specials, (laughs) his little sleazy uh, anime poker. Oh, ATM Mahjong. There you go. So, here we go. Trueachievements.com. First place. We got Cool Kid Joe with 12,680 achievement points. Good go. Hey, you know what? This isn't right. This isn't right. Wait a second. I know better. They didn't update this because my score is not correct. I intentionally. I know better. I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna let them have it. But collusion, you guys know I'm with that. <laughs> it's a Russian collusion on this on this board over here. I know for a fact it's I got collusion. more than this. So, but anyways, cool kid Joe, twelve thousand six hundred fifty points. Mister Sony Pony to you with two thousand four hundred and twenty five achievement points. Rest Third place, GDI Matt. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> GDI Master Ace, third place with 805. Then, uh, oh, in sixth place, <clears throat> I got a 150. That's not true. That is 1,150. Because for whatever reason, it hasn't sunk, synced up my... Uh... Sure. All right, all right, all right, Tricky. All right, Tricky. All right, <laughs> Y'all know. Forgot to Y'all sync know. it up. Yeah. I forgot to sync my trophies. I was playing a division at work. Oh no! Do you want to talk about not syncing your trophies? I've lost majority of my PS3 trophies to my PS3 dying, and my PS4 trophies and saves twice. So if anyone wants to, talk, wants to talk about not being able to sync your shit, I wasn't able to sync my stuff because of the glitch on the PS4. My PS5, my PS3, I hadn't synced it in like two weeks, and I lost everything. All my that was before like the the that was when they maxed out your like I think it was you got a hundred megabytes for your save files on your PS Plus like little yeah. profile yeah so I looked it up Daryl I'm actually not doing as bad as I thought for uh, my trophy okay. numbers I, I I've done I've got a twenty one point three one completion rate 
which is not bad. Um, I've played 995 games. Uh, I've only completed 19 of them, though. So uh... (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, would you look at that? Somebody updated uh, True true Achievements, and third place is Resident Daryl with 1,205 achievement points. Oh, boy. Hey, speaking of Russian collusion, my last achievement was Welcome to Russia in GoldenEye 007. (laughs) 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 You can't make this up, man. Oh, man. Uh, That's how you got your points. I see. Trump's not the only one that does it. Daryl's sitting there going and getting the Russian votes. Actually, what I was doing was I was uh, was selling my artwork, you know, like like Hunter Biden. I was just selling it, you know, just making making some achievement points. There you go. I'm not colluding with Russia. I'm just over here. All right, community questions. For that Parmesan cheese. That's right. I got to get that cheddar. All right, you guys ready? Yep. We had a good amount of community questions this week. Oh, so here, here we, we go. go. I'm styling on your bro. Writes in and says, how many controllers have you broken so far while gaming? We'll start with Corey. Uh, two. I know that sounds like a terrible number. It's it's more or less like they just wear out over time. I haven't technically broken any of them. The only one I actually broke was my PS5 controller. And that's okay. that's like a true break. And then the only other one would have been uh, one of my PS4 controllers where I just dropped it. And then um, the analog stick got all screwy. And I put it back in and then I had drift forever. So then I just got another one. But that's it. PS the the adaptive trigger actually is what broke on my uh, PS5 controller. So I was just you know you know when you when you're playing PS5 games so much, it's just that's what happens. I guess it's. I heard that they fixed it with the next gen. Um, but just for those people who want to know, uh, if you did get a first uh, version PS5 controller or um, the one that came with your system, every single one of them have the ser- same serial code. So, uh, if you buy another controller <laughs> within a certain amount of time, I don't, I'm not saying to do it, but if you say go to Amazon and sure, you buy a new sure. controller and the new one comes in and somehow your old controller by accident goes into the box of your new controller and then gets sent back to Amazon saying it doesn't work. Um, and then you end up having a brand new controller without having to pay a warranty fee of $15 to send it to PlayStation. I mean, all the power to you. Uh, but uh, just so you know, they're all the same serial code. All of them. Game in the system. Blue Bros does not contone stealing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Nah, I'm going to do it. So, hey, for the record, the uh, <laughs> the GoldenEye 007 Reloaded tro- Achievement suck balls. They're all multiplayer, right? Man, they're just like com- complete all the objectives on certain difficulties. It's and then some multiplayer crap, and it's stupid. These these achievements suck. All right, what about you, Joe? How many controls have you broken? Oh, uh, uh, well, are we ca- are we counting Nintendo Drift here, or are we just counting like actual <laughs> controls? Because <laughs> <laughs> if we count that, I'm already down two sets of Joy Con. Uh, so is that four controllers? Since it comes with two of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's four there. Uh, I have one shitty ass PS4 controller that got last Christmas and it broke the day after Christmas. The X wow. button just got stuck. I, I don't know if I was doing some extracurricular activities and then I was using my controller or if it just <laughs> broke. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hiya! Say that you're full uh, and you're not really full. Hiya! Oh, yo! <laughs> 
some booty, some booty. Oh, you want to get the G's on your controller, some booty? <laughs> this is why it's an hour into the show. We're still doing community questions. I don't think it was meant to be. Honestly, like up until this last generation, like PS4 and PS5 and Switch, controllers lasted forever. Now they're just built with shitty parts and they want you to buy controllers. So it's kind of how it's been. The money. I mean, for me, I just because I, I they keep on coming up with different cut. Co- like PS3 was so bad for me because every time they came up with a new color, I had to have it. And so like, no, I'm like, I gave up that. Life. Well, I gave up that life. I'm like PS3. You can hook up eight controllers. So if I have eight friends over, which, you know, we're all gamers here, so we don't have eight friends that actually can physically come to your house. So I'm like, if I have eight friends come over, we can all play like NHL together and play a game. Um, so I bought, I kept on buying controllers. So like PlayStation, I have two different camo ones, a blue one, a red one, the green one, um, and then like five black ones and then two first gens. And then I think I have one more color I'm forgetting, but that's the reason why I never really technically quote unquote broke them is because I just never really, I, I just, bought new ones to like like the odds of me that like i've been wanting to buy the new black and crimson one for the ps5 so bad yeah, but i'm like i already man. have two controllers and it, I'm, I'm the only person that plays with it no one's coming over to my house joe lives in new jersey unless joe's gonna drive up here from new jersey to canada i mean maybe i'll get a third one drive. i don't i'd have to drive up and then all the way across so true enough and you have to like drive on some frozen lakes too no i'm not about that late no, you got to get the. No, what you son. do is I can I can schedule a beaver build for you. That they'll build a <laughs> dam for you, so you just drive to the edge. They'll they'll have a dam ready for you, and just float with the beavers, and they'll and you just float up and. So, so my son just used his uh, birthday money and bought himself after he bought his own PS5. He just bought himself the crimson red controller. This dude's a oh, baller. God. Dude, yep, he's he's very 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 good. Um. Yeah, I was. I had the black one in my, you know, in my eyesight. I didn't have it in my hand because you know they they won't let you touch them. But then it's that's it. I, I really want the black I, one. I regret. I, I regret. White ones over here. I regret not buying that purple, purple midnight purple uh, PS4 controller, the anniversary one. I had it in my hand, and I put it down at Best Buy, and I regret it ever since. Like that is the most gorgeous controller that Sony ever made. Was that like anniversary? Like the whole PS4 console, man. Yeah, anniversary console, console yeah, one. Yeah, oh, that was insane. yeah. I had, I had it in my hand. I had the one that they sold separately. The one that was, it was like, you know what I don't like about the crimson colors? Let's just go on a rant here. It's my rant of the week. Here we go. I don't like how they're like, hey, let's charge five dollars for these colors. Like, I why? Think it. I think crimson is the only one that has that. It, it's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. There's no reason to charge five more dollars. Like, did did it cost more money for red paint? This ain't a freaking car. This ain't an insurance company. Why am I paying five more dollars? This is stupid. Hey, we charge more money if you want to get multiple colors over at work. So I'm just trying to tell you. You got to change out the uh, paint in the paint booth. Listen, listen. Sony needs to switch to a, a laboratory thing like Microsoft. It's time. I want to be able to make a controller in any color I want to make it in. Yeah, but then you can't Ooh. say every anything you want. Have you ever? Okay, off on my own little tangent here. I sent an article to someone I knew. Um, there was an article where this guy tried to see what they would let him get away with on printing things on the controller. That uh, what words you could say, 
And it was hilarious because he was saying, well, I can say you can't say hate Microsoft, but you can say hate Nintendo or hate PlayStation. And it's like there's like (laughs) certain races that it lets you like say hate to. And then there's certain ones that it will let you say like, yeah, it actually will let you say the word like you can't say the word kill with certain things but you can say the word murder with certain things and then like there's certain words that are just like not allowed to be put on there like obviously like you know your your like penis and vagina or whatever and they even like i think that someone said you can't put ovary ovary cannot go on there because i guess it's a it's a banned word and so this guy went through all the banned word list and then went through like trying every combination of what you could actually put on these controllers it's a it's a great like three minute read it's hilarious Anyway, a little tangent there. <laughs> well, I like the idea of the controller laboratory. I also like the idea of like a special controller being special. True so enough. I don't care either way. I just love getting new controllers. It is just like I can't wait the for like thing. the first version, the first people to come out with because if PlayStation does what they did last time with the PS4 is if they let a third-party company get the license to make a, a PS5 DualSense controller, like oh, when they had, like, like the Call of Duty oh. ones or the well, no, no, the like the um, ones, no, not like the that, Joe. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like a scuff controller or oh, a. Crap. I don't want that crap. This controller is perfect the way it is. Or the, you ever what was it? Yeah, oh. no, I'm, you're the one that complains that the buttons are farther apart than the PS4, and I tried getting, to explain I'm to getting, you. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. I told you the exact same, the exact same distance. And you're like, no. And I'm like, well, it's because the dual sense actually makes your hands bend in and actually like properly hold the controller instead of like holding it like a baby. Yeah, but now, like I, now my hand's not used to it, man. I don't get like in my hands like Joe, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, I ain't played a PlayStation console in a while. I didn't even notice that. It's not affecting me at all. Well, shut up. It's because. I mean, do you remember this? Is what his wife's Joe's wife tells him all the time. I'm just not used to it, Joe. Go play PC, Tanner. That's all I can say. <laughs> play PC. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. What about you, Tanner? Have you broken any controllers while gaming? <laughs> I about snapped one in half doing the uh, Mile High Club. In, uh, oh, Modern Warfare. Jesus God, I'm sorry. I got it. I that did it my second. I did my second try on 360. Did I ever tell you guys that story? <laughs> all right tricky. then i could never do it again though oh it's like so, I, it, it, you can only load it to someone's save so many times under your console no I don't, <laughs> I don't ever do that shit i'm not i won't even let people dude i won't even let you and you've asked numerous times you're like let me just let me just come on your playstation we'll do screen we'll do uh we'll do share play and i'll beat I it for let anybody you. do that i just won't let anybody do it just won't i have you have you tried it again on uh ps4 I did, and I felt like it was harder on the PS4 version than it was on the 360 version. Probably because the game runs better on fucking PlayStation. Because you it's, know, it's a there's a work- edition. There's a workaround to get it. Like, oh, you mean right? you mean the saving the game, turning it off, and then or saving the game or turning the game off or loading it back to the um, screen while you try to change the setting and then change it back and then load it back up. That one? No, you literally pl- play the level on easy until you get to the final part and then swap like quit it. Bump the difficulty up, reload the save. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did for the whole game until I got to that, and then I just didn't do it for that. Yeah, you can do that. It's so much easier. Yeah, I I did it for the whole game until that point, and then yeah, I was like, 
Did you get the platinum in that? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's like one of my last platinums I got. Daryl, you broke into any controllers? Well, I tried one time. I tried. <laughs> I was playing Dead or Alive 2 with on the OG Xbox with the Duke. Well, there's your first right, problem. The big, well, you can't break the, the Duke. Duke. That's why it's called the Duke. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. I threw it. I launched it. I was so mad. And it hit something and then, then hit my foot, like my toe. Sorry, break your foot? And, dude, oh, it felt like it. It well, didn't really break it, but, yeah, I was so freaking mad, dude. I was more mad after I smashed my toe with the ricochet of a Duke controller. that did not break, but I tried. My toe, my toe. Yeah, basically. So. Honestly, there's, All two, right. there's two reasons why it's called the Duke, right? Because it's big and it's a piece of shit. There you go. Best Trophy Hunter writes in. He says, do you do Fortnite dances? Um, Are we 12? Do you do terrible PlayStation handles? <laughs> Ouch. So yes and yes. All right. <laughs> T-Bird, you look like a Fortnite dancer. Oh, yeah. I totally play that garbage game. Uh, do you do it in real life, though? IRL, bro. Are you over there falsing over there? Oh, dude, yeah. I'd push my kid over if she ever did that shit in real life. <laughs> my kids, <laughs> dude, my, my youngest freaking dabs on everything, like, constantly. Like, my kids, oh, they do the false. They do, all, they do it all. My kids are doing, yes. like, competitive arena mode right now. And they are freaking killing it. They're straight killing the game. They're cranking 90s. Man, they're doing something. I don't know what a cranking 90 means, but yeah. Oh, boy. Well, when a man loves a woman. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Not this whole thing again. I've been trying to avoid this for a long time. All right. Gareth writes in and says, would it be correct to assume that Xbox is, quote, anti-backlog beatdown with their Newer titles being released day one on my game pass. Would you assume it offers more temptation for participants? Geez, I can't talk for participants to play these games. Therefore not scoring points on the backlog beatdown due to the game being released this year. Uh, just real quick, before we get into this question, currently here on the loop bros podcast, we are doing the backlog beatdown. Call your shot event. The way it works is, Games released in 2021 do not count. Right? So if you, if you play a game that comes out this year, it is, we have deemed it not backlog. It is front log. Therefore, it doesn't count. So with that being said, with Game Pass adding all of these games, you know, they're all their, their first party and all the games that they bought day in date, Game Pass, I, I would say, yeah, Gareth, I think they are very anti-backlog beatdown. As a matter of fact, the only reason they do this is because of their sheer hatred for the backlog beatdown. What do you guys think? Sounds about I right. I mean, that sounds about right. It's what Microsoft does. They just look at everybody else and they're like, what can we do to make everybody else hate us at the same time as like us? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, you know, we could make, you know, about seven, eight hundred million dollars off of this Gears of War game. But because the loot bros are doing the backlog beatdown, I got a trophy! Got him. See, we don't even need dubstep this episode. I should be playing. I should be playing trash games right now. So I could just keep on clicking the button and just just have it just be like ding 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 ding. 
You let me. You let me get to the end of this mission. I'm gonna start spamming for the rest of the show. Oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would say yeah, Gareth. I think you're you're dead on the money right there. I think that Phil's got some explaining to do on why he hates gamers and the backlog beatdown. All right, Matt G writes in and says, it's been said that this, excuse me, I can't read. I can't read good. I didn't graduate Derek Zoolander school for kids who can't read good. <laughs> Start over. Matt G says, it's been said on the show that Microsoft is devaluing their games by putting them day one on Game Pass. I've crunched the numbers, he says. Your Game Pass Ultimate, dear Lord, somebody get that kid. <laughs> Sounds like she's on fire back there. <laughs> All right, Matt says that a year of Game Pass Ultimate is $180. This includes 36 free games with gold, 12 of which are 360 games you keep, and yeah, sure, you don't keep nothing, if your subscription lapses, and of course, hundreds of games available on console, PC, and on cloud. Year PS Plus is 60 bucks, includes 24 free games, of which you only get to keep by keeping your subscription active. I was pretty, I'm going to stop right there. I was pretty sure games would go work the same way. Uh, some yeah. of them. You get the 360, I think, the 360 backwards compatible. Like, like, you know, the games that they add that are just absolute garbage half the time. Yeah, those ones you get to keep because, yeah. you know, they can't recycle garbage. Huh. That's, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Though. I wasn't aware of that. But that's that's a it's, but cool it, but the exact same time that's also the same reason for a lot of people that didn't know for the longest time uh you didn't need PS Plus to play any type of free to play game that was available right. through the right. console with with PlayStation having the biggest amount of free to play games available it would made actually people being able to buy a console and having a complete library of twenty to thirty games without ever having to pay for them whereas Microsoft you actually had to have not only a games with gold pass to play the free to play games you also had to have it to do Netflix so um. Yeah, I don't Which know. They they just changed recently. Though. Oh, yeah, I don't know. They they just saw PlayStation was doing the better version of it, and they decided to copy it. Makes sense. As, you copy the they, 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 they you copy the people that are winning. That's that's how that's you do right. it. Kind of like hey, you got Lane Pass when we had PS Now first. But I mean, hey, who's who's you know who's really yeah who's judging, really counting I mean, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like if you take fifteen dollars and then you divide it by like you know the the what four free games a month they get with their their pass plus their 365 games so then let's just say let, let's just say count. 350 to say who's counting right so that means each each developer only gets four cents for every subscriber i mean if not less because you know they have to pay for the game pass as well so i mean two cents for every subscriber whereas then when you take ps plus and you take your uh what ten dollars a month and then you divide that by only the four games that you get for free i mean that's 250 going to each person for everything they buy and then because the games come that they come a year after as joe knows most games uh a year after they've come out go into the 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 either if it sucked go into the five dollar bin or they go into the 20 to 30 dollar bin so i mean a game company making 250 for every person that's a ps plus subscriber uh which is what like what is it uh it's 17 million people right now so then you know when when final fantasy 7 remake came out and they got that so then there's 17 million people 
and then they get uh, you know two and a half dollars for that. They only made thirty four million dollars, so it's not that bad, right? Like it's 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 just you know devaluing is not a thing. The companies don't make money off that, but you know no, don't worry about it. When the guy makes uh, you know his point zero four cents off of his whatever he makes, you know he makes ten bucks. Like you know you gotta you gotta take that into consideration. You know every company's got to make their own. And I mean you know when it comes time for a new game to come out, uh, because we wait a year for PlayStation to have a game come out. Uh, you know, on Xbox, I can pay $15. So I mean, really in sense, I mean, if I'm lucky, I can pay a dollar. So then I'm valuing the one game of brand new Halo, I buy it for a month, get off of it. That means I only paid $15 for Halo But then Halo's only getting four cents of that because we figured that out, right? That means I value Halo at four cents. So devaluing wise and brand new PlayStation games worth $70, it's worth $30 after a year, and then it goes on PS plus for 250. Uh, after a year, it's still worth 250. But you're day one at four cents. So devalue wise, I mean, uh, uh, four cents, I think, if I'm correct, I may be wrong. Is is a little bit less than two fifty, not by much, uh, but that that's pretty much how it all works, right? I mean, and that's Game Pass Ultimate too, right? So, like, I mean, uh, you got to you got to well, look at this, it as the way it is. Yeah, this has been Loot Bros Podcast, guys. <laughs> I don't think there's any more information we could put out to make the show any better. It was it, we've reached the apex. There we go. There you go. No, I uh, cited yeah, for that so... question just just in case anybody. I read the questions to prepare for the show. I, I may or may not have like completely planned out that entire topic all off the top of my head. But topic well, I will say this. All right. So Matt writes in basically he asks, "What's the difference between you know Xbox putting get something on uh, Game Pass for a day, uh, day one, whereas PS yeah. Plus puts it on year after?" You did just break it, break it down monetarily. So I'm not going to comment on that. What I would say is this. I would love um, to get... The PlayStation game sell? That's the difference. Well, I, I keep saying that, but you know, the the Xbox White Knights cannot stand to hear the fact that PlayStation games sell and that Xbox games don't. So the reason Game Pass exists... Say that. Well, I mean, no, let's do this because they want to keep bringing this up. Okay, so why does Game Pass exist? Does anybody know why? to push microsoft games into people's pockets and then they sugar it they it's like building a cake um you can always have very shitty pre-made cake mix and then if you get a real nice icing to go on top of that and you see this beautiful looking cake it might be styrofoam and taste like absolute garbage in the middle of it but if it looks nice on the outside with that bethesda sprinkles i mean it, it just you know, it. it seems like that you know, people will buy it so here's the reason why it exists because Microsoft couldn't sell games last generation, right or wrong. hundred percent. That is the reason why. And as a matter of fact, I was listening to a show the other day where, uh, like it was a Sato, the, the guy over Microsoft had gave asked Phil Spencer, why they should even keep the Xbox you know, division after this past generation or during this past generation. And he said he, it took like what two weeks to come up with a good answer. Like he like, got back with him and basically pitched him the whole Game Pass model. That Game Pass essentially has saved Xbox. That's oh, hundred percent to save it. So, which it, it which, also I mean, like, it's a smart idea for them on the sense of uh, you know looking into the future of this. If they get to the point, which quote unquote, uh, Phil Spencer quote, because, you know, Xbox people forget that Phil Spencer talks out of his butthole most of the time. But when he does talk, he actually makes quotes. And he was asked if it was ever going to come to PlayStation or Switch. And they did. His quote was, it's on our list of things to do 
just not at the immediate time, which means in right. the end, this will they're going to build this huge thing because I, I, I still hold my prediction. When Starfield comes out, they will have Game Pass for PlayStation and every sucker, and especially me, is going to pay 15 goddamn dollars a month so I can play Starfield. 100%. <laughs> I'm not because I don't like Bethesda games that much. So, I'm gonna like, do it. okay. Flipping flip real talk though, because like we get a lot of heat in the Facebook groups for this uh, Game Pass thing, and, I, yep. and it, it has nothing to do with the fact that I poke fun at Game Pass all the time. As a Game Pass subscriber since day one, and a PS Now subscriber, all right, I've used them both. I like them both. I, they do serve their purpose. Granted, I don't use them as much as I pay for them. Uh, I'm definitely the, I'm the sucker in the deal that just like lets it renew and just doesn't, doesn't ever take advantage of playing the games or finishing the games. Uh, but like, they are cool. They're, they're really cool, especially for people who do not buy games for people who buy games. It is, you know, it's, it's, it's very anti what I like about buying my games. So, um, you know, my big stance on these subscription models is I have them. They can keep taking my money, but I'm also going to keep buying my games. And I'm going to sit there and ask why in the world these exist, because there's no way, there's no way, given your first party lineup away like like you do, that you're making money off those games. You just can't. Right. You just well, can't they make money. It's just, look at, you can't sustain it. It's not like it was. It's, it's, it's not like they were. It's can if you look at Netflix, they took it took them, what, 12 years before they became profitable? Doing yep. this exact same thing? Yep. And it's like, sure, you know, the reason why people have Netflix is for the original content. People aren't going to Netflix because of this, you know, all the the amazing library of things they have, you know. So people go to platforms in general for the original content. So the thing that kills me is that what you're doing, and I'm, I would say this for PlayStation 2, if they were doing, putting their stuff on their day one, is you are, in fact, devaluing your first party content down to the monthly subscription opposed to selling it at a premium, which is more consumer friendly, but it's not worth owning. Hundred you know? percent, and and it's and it's unfortunate for somebody who just loves and values physical games, because at the end of the day, I don't buy my Xbox games, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I keep going back to this. My brother, who is the biggest friggin' Xbox shill I've ever met for the long up until recently, you know, he was just like friggin xbox if it didn't matter i bought him a ps4 i bought him tanner and i split the cost of the ps4 all right we bought him a ps4 we bought him i i, I bought him god of war we bought him a uh, freaking uh, horizon zero dawn and he wouldn't even play them even though he didn't buy them because they were xbox i mean they were not xbox that's how diehard he was jesus and then after this past generation right there was just no games coming out and he switched over to PC and now he's just like, yep, this had Xbox actually pumped out games and kept me there. I would have never left. He's like, now he's PC he just plays whatever. And he might game pass every now and again. I don't even think he has a current game pass subscription. And this was the biggest freaking Xbox shill I've ever met. So, and, and then we were talking this past weekend and he was like, yeah, I didn't even buy gears five. And on top of him being the biggest Xbox fan I've ever met, at least at one point in time, <laughs> Gears of War is his favorite franchise. And he's like, I didn't have to. I got it on Game Pass. And I'm like, okay. So, granted, this isn't the case for everybody. I understand. 
but you just took someone who has pumped money into your system for years and years and years. And then not only is he not a customer anymore buying your games, but he doesn't even keep your subscription model, your subscription service. Okay. And then he does not, he did not even buy his favorite franchise, the game that you offer exclusively. And so a lot of my, like my conversations and my, you know, dumb game pass stuff is when you take somebody like him and you break him away from it, he can't be alone. You know, like I don't own gears five. I've bought every gears game. It's going to be, it's going to be that thing. I I didn't tell you right. We just had the same. I mean, we're kind of going into the topic in two weeks, but I mean, the crazy thing is I think we're going to, you talked, we talked about a little while earlier in the show about the value of games and like buying these games. And I kid you not in a couple of years, Xbox exclusives are going to be physical are going to be worth so much money because no one's going to be buying them and they're going to be worth stupid amounts of money because all of a sudden they're going to be like, Oh, who actually owns a copy of, of this nobody yeah nobody and and again now this is it is getting xbox products in other people's hands and it is like they're doing a good job with it i always talk about the negative of game pass and in because another thing is too and this will again in two weeks we're really going to break down into the uh, you know the numbers of the two services and you know all that good stuff but it's like i i look at it it's like everyone talks about game pass how great it is and I'm, so that's why i usually just like, hey, this is my opinion. It happens to be a little more negative, whatever. Yeah. Even though I've had PS Now since it started, even back when it was just a freaking rental service, like you literally rent individual games. Um, but you know, it's like uh, you look at it, and it's like the thing I love about PlayStation Now is the thing that I don't like about Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation Now has an amazing uh, library of first-party exclusive games from PS3 and PS4 gen, right? Not interfering with what I'm going to purchase on PS5. Whereas Xbox has that, you know, has like all their exclusive stuff on there at day and date. And for me, it's like, I've already bought those old games. I've experienced them. I played them and I enjoyed them. And I'm so glad now that they're on a streaming service or a downloadable service where other people that may maybe didn't buy them all can experience them, you know? But when you look at Xbox, it's like, well, we're all just going to stream this at the same time or you know, download at the same time. So it's like, sure, I'm going to do it, but it's just not as exciting. You know, like for me, it's like I don't get excited about the existence of an upcoming Xbox game, you know, because, like, oh, OK, well, I mean, I, I already have it now. Like I have the service, you know, and it just it, it, it takes the. I guess the biggest part of the, where it devalues things for me isn't even so much the the resale value, what the actual cost of the of the game is worth, it is you've robbed me of the excitement of going and getting your game. Maybe that's just a personal thing. Maybe that's just a dumb thing that nobody else cares about. But for me, it's like, oh, dang, that sucks, you know? I don't, like, it used to be such a an experience going and getting games. And now it's just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we had, I, when Halo came out, I had it. It was fine, you know? I played it one time and then was deleted it didn't care you know now and, and i do this is again this might just be me but when i have to spend my actual money like you know a decent amount of money on a video game i'm like man this is valuable to me so i don't know that might just be me but i just i do have a a serious issue even though i'm going to exploit it i'm going to use it with just the first party stuff being day one 
You know, I just like, there's just, to me, it's like, okay, well, this is the thing now. I'll have it. So, but it's like, how can you turn down $60 per sale for a game for nothing? Like, you get nothing. And, like, the developers work years and years on that, and you make nothing. Oh, they and make they make oh, they make whoa. money, but it's just it's the it's it's becomes the point of where like Netflix was. Netflix didn't start making a profit until basically everyone had Netflix, and yep. and and it's the same thing with Game Pass. The, the what's happening right now is we're seeing this huge push for them buying um, a lot of secondary um, companies as well. Like so, when you look at a lot of the. Um, just the games in general that they were like, oh, um, like Outriders was was day and date. Um, you know, Dark Alliance is day and date. So they're they're buying these new releases to get those people that would have because I used to sell insurance. I'm gonna tell you right now, when you charge someone twelve dollars a month, they don't know what comes out. Hundred percent they yep. don't know what comes out. So what ends up happening is you get that person in with that game, they they're like, Well, why would I pay forty dollars for Dark Alliance when I can just pay fifteen and play it and then I'll just cancel my subscription? They forget to cancel their subscription and they have Game Pass. And they're just waiting for that day where um they have enough people where it does it will come to a point where, like I say, that four cents per game, if you're at, you know, if if you look at PlayStation, if you can get to a point where like what did they have last they had what 70 million Xbox ones out there or 60 million or something like that? Something like that, yeah. So if they have 60 million people in every single one of them, and say even like a you're gonna have a 25% increase, that's 80 million xbox game pass subscriptions and then you got to count the pc market now and then you count the playstation and yeah but then it's like it's like oh yeah but it's like here's the thing like okay so they count all their purchases for their games i'm quoting i'm air quoting you can't see it because we're recording but like it's not a purchase if i just download something like i already had it it was free yeah but that's that's the best part about for them because all they're doing is renting you the license to the game so technically the way game pass works is the company that sells them a game gives them so many licenses, so, which means they, and I, like I said, that's how game pass kind of works around the workaround with it is it's just figuring out what to do with it. And like I say, that's where game pass at one point will become profitable for companies that are on it. Now, the question is how many games will be on that list. Once it becomes profitable, what games will they be? Is it just going to be Xbox exclusives and that, and a few games outside of that? And that's it. Is it going to be like a bunch of good stuff? Like we don't know yet on where that sits. Um, it, it's, it's all up in the air. It, it's, it's, it's just a big giant bunch of up in the air stuff. And you know, it's who knows what happens in the next however long. Well, I want to I want to turn the conversation a little bit. <clears throat> so, because we always talk about the monetary value based on like how the number it just doesn't make sense to us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, big companies are very very notorious for losing money for a long time so that they can make it in the in the long run. You know, like look at Amazon. Amazon is notorious for like they will tackle a little corner piece of a market and lose money forever until they just dominate that market. Then they start making their money. Yep. So like, you know. Game Pass is the is doing that. They're way their subscribers is way higher than PS Now, so they're, they're gonna they're gonna win with this. And th- what that win looks like for them is you know different than what a win looks like for me. But either way, but you know, getting on the uh, staying on the subject of value because that's what Matt writes in about. Like at the end of the day, guys, value is 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 not just the, the money; it's the entertainment. You know, what I'm saying like, did you have a good time? Do you enjoy using it? Does the service work? For all those reasons, I would say absolutely, it is extremely valuable. 
Well, the thing is, too, his value is based on the individual person, too. Uh, Like I was talking with Daryl before the show even started. Um, If you've never played, if if you're brand new to gaming this year and you pick up Game Pass or you pick up PS Now, um, you might see more value because maybe your friend's into Xbox. And that friend's like, hey, Daryl, so I know you've never played anything before. Uh, you should really check out this series and this series and this series. And I think that's the big thing. It's yep. pointing people in the right direction. It's the same thing we looked at uh, with PS Now. It's the same idea. Um, there's a lot of good games on there that I bet you no one plays because it's just there's just too much stuff in general so on those. Stuff. And that's where values down to the person that each person that sees it. And when it comes down to it, it's going to be the big thing where when the game pass, people are going to always argue that game pass is more valuable because guess what? Uh, they see it as more value in their end. Um, and same thing with the PS now, people are going to see it as more valuable because they see the value themselves. It's, it's all down to that. Like, I mean, we'll go through in a couple weeks here, the actual like monetary value of money and all that stuff. But I mean, when it comes to just, you you can never devalue something. I might think that a Mr. Big Bar is more valuable than, you know, a two Mars bars. But I mean, am I saying that it's more value because, you know, uh, of how much it's worth? Or am I saying that because of what I feel I would like more? So, you know, yep. is it is what well, it is. We're going to we're going to put a pin in that. All right. So if you listen to the show, you made it this far. You listen to these long conversations in two weeks. We're going to have a full panel. We're going to have people who have played used both PS Now and Game Pass. Corey and I have spent hours and we'll spend more hours with, with spreadsheets listing every single game on both services. And we've compiled their Metacritic scores. Okay. So basically, we're going to break down what the actual value is based per Metacritic based on what you're paying for, right? I'm just going to look at it from that from that perspective. It's not going to be biased. It's not going to be like one is better than the other. It's like, let's look at what these two companies are offering us for the money and see where they stack up, at least via Metacritic scores, based on the games that are on there right now. And what's been really great, and I'll just say this and then we'll move on, is like there's so many freaking games on both of the services. Oh my god! And you, it's so weird when you just are like scrolling through. You don't realize that number, right? You oh. don't realize like like these games. It's like it start after a certain amount. It started to just look like like fodder. It's just like I don't even I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. But when you actually have to write the name down, look at the score, right? And it's like, oh man, this is crazy. Oh man, I didn't know this was on here. As many times as I scroll through PS now. I did not know that some of those games were on there. As many times I scrolled through Game Pass, I did not know some of these games were on there. You know, and then some of it was like, "Oh man, crap!" I, last time I remember this franchise, these other games were on there as well that are no longer there. Oh, so it's it's ridiculous. It, it's, it's pretty interesting. Now, again, I just want to just kind of throw this out there. Next, the next time we do that, two weeks from now, all right? It won't be a one's better than the other. This is why this shouldn't exist. It will be strictly. Here's the offerings. Here's what their Metacritic scores are. We're going to look at a lot of different factors in that, and it's going to be pretty cool. So oh, it's going to be a, a Levi nice on for this. Can we bring Levi on for this, please? I mean, if you reach out to him, oh. I'll be fine to have that. Oh. So. All right. Next question. CJ, the Sony Pony to rule them all, writes in and says Nintendo recently looked 
excuse me, look, good Lord, locked, fast travel in Skyward Sword behind an amiibo. What game and feature would you like to see locked behind the poop sock? So I'll answer this question first because I already answered it in the actual chat. Um, so it's a misconception that fast travel is locked behind the amiibo. So actual infinite fast travel or fast traveling any place on the map is tied to the amiibo, which is not a feature in the original game. Fast traveling from the statues, which is what was in the original um, Skyward Sword, is still accessible to everyone. But the fast travel feature where you can fast travel at any time is locked to the amiibo. Dope. So basically, what you're saying is Nintendo has found a way to resell you a game again for the one millionth time. And then sell you a $20 And then amiibo. they sold you a toy so that you can actually play the game. Well, I'll play the game. Play it. They locked a quality of life feature behind an amiibo. Which is, <laughs> that F, sounds which like some F, Capcom F junk right there. It's bad enough Capcom people are like, arguing about the easy mode that's in Psychonauts 2. Now it's going to be like, Nintendo's just going to be like, oh, you want to see easy, easy mode? It's behind this amiibo. So so Capcom does this thing nowadays. We're like, oh, here's our game. And then a month later, they're like, hey, for five bucks, here's all the unlocks so you can beat our game. <laughs> it's like, Hmm. They're finding really clever ways to sell you more of the same game you already own. Imagine if Capcom did make Amiibo. They'd be like, oh, here's Resident Evil Super Hard Mode, but it's locked behind this Amiibo. Oh, imagine if they just did with Street Fighter. They're just like, you can't uh, Haruken unless you buy the Ryu Amiibo. <laughs> it's bigger. <laughs> it's bigger if you get the Amiibo. And then just everyone's just got Amiibos and they're just like smashing them against the like. Dude, takes the thing up, just takes up just the Hadouken. The Hadouken takes up the entire screen and just kills you one yeah. hit. Yeah, it's, locked, it's, like, it's locked behind a thirty dollar amiibo, though. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the Hadouken, I had this idea for a soundbite where, when we're playing Xbox games on the show, we get achievements instead of just saying who honestly does that. Like, do the the trophy toasty. We could be like, do the Hadouken, but achievement garbage. Oh, <laughs> Trash. <laughs> <laughs> all right this week's official topic are you guys ready wait that's all our community questions that's it yeah that was it, that was it. you got a question of the week before we go into the, this week's official topic we, we no, can't dick cj we have to keep that going yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> cj okay okay here's mm. cj right so he's like a fan of the show okay well his question he was wrong so it doesn't matter his question was wrong that's right boom your question sucks all right, so check it out. So CJ is a friend of all of ours, a fan of the show, writes in, and for whatever reason, just didn't get question of the week. Then he joins the cast of the show. That disqualifies you. Question of the week. That disqualifies you. <laughs> that disqualifies you automatically. You can't win question of the week if you're on the show. Look, look, look. He did. He missed this week just so he could write in a question and then still lost. And he knows. He knows the secret sauce. He knows the formula. You got to write a wrestling question. Just wrestling. So no one wins this week because y'all suck. We didn't even get one. You're all disqualified. That's right. No, I, I, I want to say, I want to give it to uh, best trophy hunter for the Fortnite dances. No, I'm going to go with the one who inspired that like 40 minute conversation about <laughs> Matt G. Yeah, Maddie. Maddie wins this week. Hands down. There you go. Matt, oh, Matt G. No, nah, man, he's doing really good. He's He's won more than once now. He's he's figured it out. He's like, let's trigger them boys. Hmm. You want to win question of the week? You gotta get them triggered. You gotta ask us uh, uh, Xbox question when there's only Sony ponies on. That's hey, I'm playing Xbox right now, so 
Uh, I get I'm notoriously arguing against Xbox <laughs> while simultaneously playing Xbox. I feel, I feel like you have a pro- one, you have a problem, and two, I feel like you should just try to win the leaderboard one week just to piss CJ off. I could do it. No, you can't. Because yeah, I don't. I, I don't, don't really spam that hard. No. Oh, you won't believe me. You won't what, believe and, me. In, in Xbox 360. Oh no! You just get you get round three. You get King Kong. Done all those already, please. No, actually, not on this profile. On my original one. See, there you go. See, done. Yeah. Just get a copy of Avatar. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Dude, see, nowadays we don't have to play those eight-hour-long games. You can just go to. I did a month and a half and, and got thirty-seven thousand points, and then I gave up on achievement hunting. Dude, freaking CJ does that in two weeks now. No, I know CJ's a, but CJ's a different type of. I don't even think he's a real person. I think he's just a computer that just somehow has managed wow. to play like multiple consoles at the same time. And he's just like you. It's like when you look at the nerd, and then it's just like he probably just plays his games with like one hand on both sides, and he's just got an Xbox and PlayStation going at the same time, and then he's like playing. He's like got one of those accessibility controllers hooked up to his chin to play a Switch, and then he's just doing all three at the same time. That's <laughs> probably yeah. what happens. So um, I'll, I'll give Jared a pass because he just had. Oh, by the way, congratulations, Jared! I forgot we should have toasted that. Jared just had twins. So. Does does he want a toast for that? I mean, twins is that's a lot of work. That is a lot of work, but you know what? That means you that means you had to go in twice. <laughs> congratulations! Oh uh, boy. Uh, so yeah, so you'd say, Jared, we're not gonna have you make the CJ gaming with all of his orifices memes this week because you got <laughs> twins. Make it anyway. <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you raise them kids up and get them wiping their own butts, will you make us a meme of CJ gaming with all of his orifices? Please, thank you. I wipe my own ass, Sonny. I wipe my own ass. <laughs> all right, all right. Matt G wins question of the week. This week's official topic. All right, so uh, Corey. You have yep. been talking for a little while now about going for a world record in gaming. Okay, so I, I know you say it's a little while. If you ask Kalai, it's a very different answer to that question. Uh, I've been talking about this for probably the last six years. Okay. So but I actually, I've actually done it. Like, actually, like, started actually putting effort behind it. And actually, like, because I, I got tired of people just telling me that, well, if you don't do it, then it doesn't count. And I'm like, well, fine, then. You want to want me to see me actually put it into action? I... I ended up and just you know a little, a little shout out. Um, I've I've joined uh, with the Dual Screens podcast, um, and they're helping me put this all together and get this all going um, to have a world record for uh, well, be for right now it, it's it's there's, there's a reason why I was saying I'm not playing Call of Duty because uh, the world record's playing uh, Warzone for 137 hours um, is Jeez. the record as it stands. Um, and then it's going to be uh, doing that on Warzone, and then who knows what is after that. But that's where the record sits. And uh, currently, if I do it, uh, it's going to be a total of uh, six, possibly a guaranteed three, if not uh, up to six world records all in one go. So, All right. Well, here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take it slow and explain to us what your goal is and each record you're going for. And how you plan on making that happen? 
So, I mean, it all ties into to one. So let's get the records of like actually what I'm going for. Originally, when I put this all together, um, when I first put it together, I applied a year and a half ago, just before COVID started, I applied for the Battle Royale record because um, some people don't know that every genre has its own record, as well as every series has its own record, as well as every uh sub genre sometimes can get into there and then also to um just in general total numbers always get its own record so i applied for the battle royale record when it was zero um then you have to set at least 24 hours um which right now someone just did it six months ago so now it's 34 hours is now the current record um so i will be uh going for that my first goal is to just do a straight stint of doing 36 hours to beat that record to guarantee that 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 first initial goal um the next one is the marathon the 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 big record is to beat the all-time record for gaming uh which for a single person uh, not a team a single person is 136 hours which was done on uh, call of duty black ops 3 um so it is also the world record for the longest time playing a call of duty game so if i beat that i then receive the battle royale record i receive the longest time playing of any game i receive the world record for playing any call of duty uh if i can snaggle my way into it i also have the record if i'm correct the first person record also falls in that category because um that's what it's held at right now and if I play trios in Warzone, I'm going to see if I can get them to give me the squad record, too. Um, so if it's done, it should be six world records all in together, uh, once said and done. Um, <clears throat> I got an announcement to make. I got an achievement. Oh, I don't have anything for. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just let me just let me just find the soundboard here. <laughs> So that's an incredible feat, man. Do you think you can really do it? Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, I've done it. I mean, me and Joe have done extra life the last. Well, we did extra life last year. Um, three I, years ago. And we did it three years before that. And I've always I've been able it, to do it. I've done it the last yeah. four years. Yeah, and I've always been able to do extra life with not having to switch out with people and whatever. I can do a full 24 hours, if not more. Um, I think last time, the way it works is Guinness is nice and doesn't want people dying doing records anymore. Uh, so you do get a 10-minute break. It used to be 15 when it when the record was originally set. Uh, so that's where, um, you know, I, I do have a little bit more of an uphill battle. Um, but you get 10 minutes for every hour of games that you play. So with every hour of record, you get 10 minutes of rest. Now you can take that time and you can stack it, um, which is what I'm going to be doing. Um, and then that way there it works out for every 24 hours you do, you get four hours. Um, so that's why I'm doing 36 hours the first time. So then that way there, I, I stack six hours worth of sleep, but I only sleep for four, which gives me that two hour window to kind of play around with things. And if something happens or if I get tired later on, I can then take that extra hour or two hours to then, you know, make it sure I can get to the end. Um, so what, it, it's what sucking. What? Oh, it's it. You know, here's the thing. Um, I don't know exactly the I'm going to have to like look into the exact ruling on all this. Like, basically, I'm going to be doing diarrhea. I'm going to be doing a lot of dietary things. 
So when it comes down to what I've been doing, I'm going to be not eating big meals. I'm going to be like... His wife's going to come in and feed him like a little baby bird. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, the thing is, as long as I'm playing, the record's still going. So I don't know how it works if I just like walk over to my washroom while still playing on the controller, if that still counts. Like, I, I ah, think that's how... The meatloaf! I, I think that's how they've done it before is a lot of them have just walked with their wireless controller and just like walked away and kept on playing. Um, So that's probably what's going to happen. What what if you fall asleep at your chair, but your hands are rubber banded to the thumbsticks and you're in rocket league and your car is constantly driving in circles? I mean, technically, I mean, the way it works, there's nothing saying you can't sleep well playing because the world record only states it's the longest time playing it doesn't say without sleeping right it just says longest time playing so as long as the game is playing uh the only time is i have to then push the x button to start another match uh so that's where the thing comes in but that's why uh i picked warzone as one of the games to do is so that sole purpose of having other people to be able to push that side of things because i think at this point in time if i had to do this on a world record where it was just by myself it's a really hard record to do but doing it with other people um that's going to keep me awake and aware and yeah it's gonna be a lot of multi-managing everything so it's going to be like oh i'm going to be drinking uh g fuel or some type of version of it but i'm going to be drinking it very slowly so that i don't have to go to the washroom so often and i'm going to be like when I eat, I'm going to be uh, just door dashing stuff. So I don't have to actually get out of the chair. Um, you know, it's going to be like eating small meals. There's a lot of planning that I have to do on the side. It's not as easy. Like that was the big misconception of why this has been six years in the running is because saying you're going to do it is one thing. Like people just think it's just like, hey, turn on your PlayStation, turn on your, your Twitch camera. And there you go um that that's not as easy as it is you have to have witnesses that watch you do it so i have to have two people every four hours watching me do this which uh just a little shout out if anyone is interested you can get in contact with daryl on the facebook group uh he'll forward you to me on um helping out with as a witness which means you would have to sit there and watch me for four hours and make notes of whatever i do and with that uh lucky enough guinness has been nice to me um before i had to get game developers to be a witness um to that which was the biggest uh, hurdle but now they've allowed me to do reviewers and podcasters on video games uh, count them as video game experts so everyone here on this podcast with me is an expert in video games uh, in the yeah, eyes of Guinness. So um, that's been the biggest struggle is just getting that all together um, to make it all work. Um, and like I said, we're going to have more stuff coming down. You guys can check out the dual screens podcast uh, with more information on it. As we get closer to the event, I'll be back on here in two weeks as it is. Uh, the event right now is scheduled for August the 15th of next month. So it's not like it's uh, it's, it's definitely coming up, up fast. It's, it's definitely approaching yeah. a lot faster than uh I anticipated, but it's going to be uh, there. We're also going to have some training events. Um, we're doing a bunch of special stuff. Um, I'm trying to get special merch in as well, um, where you can buy a shirt with the time of when you bought the shirt. So someone's going to buy it at 69 hours and 69 minutes or something. It's going to be great. But <laughs> we're trying to do a lot. So there's a lot of things going on in the background. And I mean, it's going to be a real cool thing. And like I said, um, whether I make the record or not, it's just going to be one hell of an event to uh, to be a part of and, and to do um, and bring a community together. It's just it's uh, 
uh, I've only really started joining the gamer groups uh, since I've been friends with Joe pretty much since we started the game stuff uh, podcast. And I mean, that's branched out to game stuff. And then it was into dual screens, knowing the guys over there. I met you guys over here, Daryl and the Lou brothers. I mean, it's just been one hell of an experience. So this is kind of like the tail end of it, just making it where, uh, you know, after so many years of, of building uh my group of friends and stuff like that and building all this i finally feel that um i have the support behind me to do this so it's a real neat experience for sure i dig it i dig it tanner see if you had to set a guinness's world record what would it be i don't even know i haven't i, I don't know to be honest Playing Bloodborne the longest. Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. Actually, I think there's a... Let me just double check something. Uh, longest time playing, um, I think a Dark Souls game is a series. Dark, uh, longest. I'd have to do Hack and Slash, right? To do, uh, to do a yeah, Musu game? Uh, yeah, Hack and Slash counts as a Musu. Longest time uh, playing... So I would do Longest uh, Time playing Souls. Hardcore. Yeah, Souls game. Let's see. Longest time playing a Souls game. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I gotta put Guinness. You can keep on talking. I'm just gonna continue. Well, I would say, what was it? Call of Duty. Which one was the Call of Duty Four? Yeah, Call of Duty Four. They had those monster closets that never, like, they never run out of enemies. And oh, World of War, like, you have to actually progress past a certain point to make the enemy stop spawning. There you go. Guinness World Record for camping in the same spot and killing enemies for 150 hours. Uh, no, I could, no, I could not do that. That'd be so miserable. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh... Longest time playing Bloodborne with no pants. I mean, like, that's the thing I find so funny about when it comes to the world records is after, like, being, looking it up and stuff, it's, it, it below, like, there's a lot to do, and there's a lot of records. Like, I'm just, like, like, like just to give, like, just so people know. Uh, here's something. Fastest time defeating the Nameless King using only feet in Dark Souls 3 is a world record. Oh, uh, God. Huh. That's awesome. The fastest time defeating the Nameless King without blocking, dodging, or parrying in Dark Souls 3. Okay, I've seen I, people do that. That is like the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in that game. <laughs> like there, there's, there's it, surprisingly there's not. It doesn't look like there's a there's a longest time playing Souls game. Um, but yeah, like fastest completion of every game has one. Uh, hardest boss has got one. Fastest completion of Dark Souls three. First non hit compilation of Dark Souls trilogy. That this sounds. That one was wild. The dude yeah. got to the last game and then like it once had to redo them all. But that's the big thing, right? It's just it's such a cool experience where um until looking it up, it, it like I was talking with Daryl, um it's really neat the gaming industry's kind of given everyone a venue of where you can go to like kind of your specialties. So like I'm not very good at games. I, I'm gonna be like my 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 death counter in, in Warzone when I do this 136 hours is gonna be stupidly huge. Uh, it's going to probably say that I won maybe once. Um, what if you get the most deaths as well? 
<laughs> oh man, like the most deaths in like a 24 hour period in Warzone or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, but that's the thing though, right? Like it's so cool. The gaming industry's got to this point where you can be recognized as a gamer or have a following and you don't have to be just, uh, you don't have to be good at a game or you don't, you don't have to, like, you just have to be you, right? Like there's people all the time that get followed because of their you or, the, you know, and it's, it's so cool um that that's how it's come nowadays so it's just a neat yeah. experience yep yep the i'm sure that like jt or uh or jared the longest amount of minutes wasted in their life listening to the loot bros podcast guinness record boom you guys got anything else <laughs> jeez <laughs> what if you fail i mean it it to me it doesn't matter because the way that i've worked it out with the dual screen podcast at this point is is my end goal is to do this every three months um not to do it to the point of beating the 136 hours but it's to work with a franchise that i love um or a game series i love and just be like here i'm gonna play the longest time playing a final fantasy game i'm gonna play the longest time playing a monster hunter game i'm gonna play the longest time uh playing like a naruto game like i'm just gonna pick a franchise and continue doing this and even if i fail this i think that with all the effort we're putting in and with all like it blows my mind that um you really don't know um, how much support you have behind you until you try to do something like this. Because I've gone like I went to my local comic shop and I've been going there for for years. I, I don't buy comics. Um, I buy what Magic the, the Gathering uh, cards. Um, wait one second. I got to do this for myself. <laughs> so um, I've been buying that. And they, they've known me for a while because I owned a magic shop as well at one point in my life. <laughs> Nerd! So um, it, it's one of those things where they knew, they've known me for a lot of years. And when it comes time where I was just talking to him and he was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, what you've been up to. And I told him about the, my record. And they've actually got their own con that they do every year. Um, and so he's like, dude, he's like, uh, he's like, dude, send me the link give me your info we're going to put all of our your your record we're going to stream it through our, our facebook group uh same thing um one of the hosts that i got to talk to on game stuff um which all of you should check him out it's patrick king um he does a book series called uh minds behind games uh, he's working on the playstation 2 i think if i'm correct right now um he also has done uh, a new comic called uh, conley um I've, I've talked with him as well, and uh, he's going to also stream the entire event through his website. So it's it's crazy to see the amount of support, especially in the gaming industry, that there is for, for, for when you want to do something with a bunch of people and how many people uh, give out their hand to help you achieve your goals as an individual. Um, and like my goal is, is that when we get to the point of uh, once we've done it once, while we have everything set up right so then doing it again is just okay cool we know how this works we know the rules are we know how many witnesses we need uh we know the best way to do this um i'm going to probably travel to new jersey it gives me the options to do that um like 
it's a real neat experience to have that and to continue doing this. Does this mean that if I don't complete the world record, I'm just going to be like, okay, well, I tried once, I failed. I'm not going to do it again. No, I'm just going to continue doing it till it happens. It's 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 that drive to continue doing it. I mean, do I want to do it for money and fame and all that? No, I just want to do it because it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, I mean, hopefully I get a career in gaming out, out of this. If it doesn't happen, all it does is just puts me in front of more people that to then moves me closer into that dream goal of mine. So it's the, the failure to me means that I on August the 15th, I don't do it. But that's that's what failure failure for this event would be that on August the 15th, if I don't stream it, that's a failure to me. If I sit there and even stream this for 36 hours and after two days, I'm like, you know what, guys, I've got to go to sleep. I can't do this. I have to give it up. I don't get the record. To me, that means I still tried and I still did it. And like I said, it gives us another option to do it again. And that's where. I want to continue doing this and doing that. And I also want to do it. I want to try to work in a charity and, you know, bring uh, maybe do it somewhere like, you know, bring hope to people that if you have a goal to just do it, because, you know, it's you don't have to have you don't have to be LeBron James to play basketball. Heck, you can make a TikTok right now and scrape paint out of a bucket and make thousands of dollars a month. I mean, do you need a lot of talent to do that? No, you just need a person that thought, hey, this might be a good idea. And so, I mean, that's what really what it comes down to for me is that really like for failure wise, like I just don't see it. If if I don't do the event, that's that's failure for me. So. That's awesome, dude. Well, I hope you get it and I'm a watch and shoot. I'll share your stream. Yeah, and it, it it's really neat. Like I said, it's 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 a cool thing. Like, I, I don't know. Um, cause Daryl, you've been doing this for a while. Like, I mean, I mean, you've been in the gaming industry as a podcaster for what, how many years now? Like five years. Five, and five and so years. like, we took a year off. But. Yeah. But I mean, like for you yourself, I mean, like, like what's the experience been for you? Um, cause like, let's be on like, like, okay. I'm going to ask a, a personal question. We'll see. I mean, yeah, you, you don't do this to, to make millions of dollars a year. No, no. I do this to lose money yeah so and, and that's the, i mean I, I don't i don't want to say like obviously like let, let's let's hope that the bros gets to a point where it makes money or at least breaks even but if that's the one thing i love about gaming is when we do something or try something um you know you're not doing it to try to you're just doing because you want to and it's fun right. and it's exciting and 100%. You know, it's cool to have a bunch of people that that want to do the same thing, right? Yeah, and, and it's and it's a really cool experience to continue to have that. Like, like I say, like how I met Joe was exactly that. Um, it, it was like yesterday where I was randomly because I don't think you've ever heard this story, Daryl. So I was randomly streaming because the, the first time I ever decided to, st- or a couple times I decided to stream on my my PS4 when I first got it. Um, I would just stream whatever was new, like the betas and the the whatevers. Um, and I decided to stream um, Wildlands, the beta. Okay. And I was this, this random guy and we were like taking the tractors and we were just smashing them into each other and all this stuff. And then halfway through my stream, all of a sudden this person named Tricky Mick uh, comes into my stream and says, hey, can I 
can I um, come into your stream to test my audio? Because I guess he had to do that for some reason. I have no idea. Still don't understand that this, but I was this random guy. He, I, I guess what he did is probably just looked up Division Wildlands, went to the bottom, there was I, and then he's like, okay, I'll just hijack this guy's stream to test things out. That's <laughs> all <Sounds> about right. <laughs> but uh, we were talking with him, and he's like, yeah, um, I, I run this this podcast, um, and you know, like I've been doing it for however long. I just gave away a PlayStation VR. And I'm like, that's super cool. I've always wanted to do something like that. It's what I've wanted to do was do podcasting and interviews. It's something that I've always wanted to do in my life. I want to be, I've always wanted to be a video game um, rep for international gaming company. The guy that just goes to the shows and just like hypes everybody at the hype man. Um, there you go. And so for me, I was like, I really would like to, to get into on that. And he's like, oh yeah, go to the website, message me your name. We'll figure things out. And so he messaged me his name. He said to do a podcast. And it just so happened at the time that Joe had started game stuff with Kalai and they had lost their third person. And Tricky's like, hey, uh, one of the podcasts I have, they need a third person. Do you want to try out? And uh, I was like, yeah, sure thing. And I, I met with Joe and Kalai. And, you know, that's how me and Joe became friends. So it's it's something how it's crazy how me streaming in my uh, parents' basement in an unrenovated house with my wife sitting beside me with in a single bedroom with four cats streaming, uh, meeting some random guy to meet Tricky to get that randomly put on a podcast with Joe. And, you know, we've been friends ever since in four years. And it's crazy that I don't... You tell me any other industry where you can see that happen like it just doesn't you don't see one i mean maybe a little bit but like you always see those stories of um you talk about like xbox like one of the coolest things i saw was uh someone messaged one of his buddies and he's like hey buddy how's it going i haven't talked to you in a long time and he goes my brother it's this is my brother's xbox he passed away and he's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But the 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 brother was like, I'll game with you, though. Right. And I still use his account because I want to, you know, continue on. And it's really cool that like there's the, the those types of experiences you get um, in the industry. Right. And um, I don't think they're anywhere else like 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 you, Daryl or T-Bird even like, have you guys had any of those experiences that are just like only would happen in the gaming industry and not, you know, like playing rocket league or anything like that any crazy oh, experiences dude yeah 100 man we uh <laughs> the fact that we I, had I jeff you. hannah in our facebook group oh, that's insane yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's like um you know we've been this whole podcast was something that we meet me and tanner used to travel and play music uh back then frosty you know our old co-host he was the bass player of our band and, you know, we had all this gear left over when we stopped playing music live and we had all this time. So we listened to podcasts. Matter of fact, Tanner got me into podcasts and we all game together. We used to do Gears of War hangouts and Halo nights and all kinds of crap like that. And uh, and so we're all hanging out and it's like, man, we were making all these stupid jokes. And it was like, God, dog, man, if you had a microphone in this room, this would be gold. And so we ended up, you know, just freaking sticking a microphone in front of us and making a bunch of, you know, wiener and fart jokes. And 
before you know it, this uh, we we put him on SoundCloud, and this dude hit us up. Guy named Tricky Mick. <laughs> you might know him. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. "Hey, would you like? I was like to do you do your podcast for my website." And uh, we're like, uh, yeah, sure, you know, whatever. So, like, he goes, yeah, I heard you say you platinum Hannah Montana, and I turned off your show and messaged you. <laughs> I mean, did he turn it, it off? Now, the question is, did he ever admit if he turned it off because he just doesn't listen to – he? as soon as you uh, are part of the, the trophy, the, the tricky mate network <laughs> – um, you'll learn really quickly that he doesn't listen to the episodes that you make anymore. As soon as well, you're off of it, as soon as you're off of it, he'll listen to everything. But you know, yeah, no, he did. He listened to ours for a long time. I don't oh, know. If dude, still I remember listen. making jokes every week on Game Stuff in his like jokes about him. <laughs> oh man, just to see we if he would to- listen to the episodes. <laughs> I can't believe it wasn't that one time where we just like super roasted him like it was just this giant like we I kid you not if he would have heard that episode even Roberto we would have been we would have been oh yeah no like we would have been fired we would have been let go from the network and we were like let's test this and we did it and it was something because he was supposed to post it that week too so it wasn't even like um it went to Kalai. Usually Kalai posted it. And then that was that yeah. one week where it was me, Joe, and, and Roberto. So we knew we didn't have Kalai. So we, we didn't have any reins holding us back that week. We were on fire. We were loose. So like, oh man, it was great. I don't but, use the word loose awesome. like that. That's gross. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, they were moist. But yeah, so so we, we you know, we got hooked up with Tricky the same way. But through that, man, like, so we, we've done, you know, Joe, we, we talk about wrestling a lot. I basically treated, you know, like uh, trophy whores and the, at the time, remember the loot, which was our show, like, uh, like you know, the NWO and the NWO, like just anyone that they feuded against, you know. So we were the Wolfpack, you know, and we were talking all this junk, coming on their show and doing all these crazy antics, and you know, and I, I was having a cutting wrestling promos on them and stuff. We challenged them to trophy wars, and you wouldn't believe how many people would just like who would come across our show. And then, like, right in, like, oh, my gosh. I've never heard of you guys before, but I heard this. Or I stumbled across this because of the trophy war. And now I want to help you platinum games and, and beat these guys. Or, you know, like, or I'll tell stories about my kids, you know, because, like, I, I had real young kids when we started this show. And I had people write in, and they're like, man, like, I just want you to know that I'm a dad and I'm a gamer. And, like, like it's just so cool hearing you talk about, like, you know, like, trying to work in time to play games, but yet not neglecting your family and all this stuff. And just, you know, just like real, just things, just simple stuff like that where, you know, How dare you just not we, neglect your family. I know. Right. Um, but like some of these people, you know, we've met through the shows we've done, we've collaborated in other areas, you know, like we've done shoot. I mean, like adding Joe to the show, I, I met Joe through freaking gaming and, and proving gamer and all that stuff. So I, I would, I'd CJ, you know, like CJ is, from australia as you if you guys didn't already know and like cj and i work we're all, we work off different time zones total different walks of life everything and yet me and cj message each other almost daily i mean he's not you know, here because the dingo like ate his babies. yeah <laughs> he's eating a dingo right now <laughs> or is he eating a baby or is he or is he maybe maybe cj's a spider and we don't even know it who knows but, but so, but like, yeah, CJ's, I swear that's one of my, one of my closest friends anymore. It's like, and we would have never met each other had I been through gaming and gaming podcasts and all this stuff. So I, I totally feel you. 
But like mine and CJ's story is very similar to yours and Joe's, where like kind of came came together through you know these circumstances, gaming and you know and the podcast, and we've collaborated on multiple shows. CJ and I, we played you know some games online together, like like just here we are doing this together. I mean, like it's 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 been cool. So I totally get it, and I, I think that w- what you're doing is very neat. I think that the the world record thing. I hope you get it. And I do think that that's going to break you into that next level, you know? Well, that's the, that's the hope. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I came to a point where, you know, I'm 33 and, you know. He's just a boy. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, I, I came to a point where I, I just thought professionally, right? Because the thing is, is that you always remember you, as a kid, right? You always have those goals where it's like, like, my brother was a professional um, before it was a profession, uh, a Rainbow Six player. So he was like top clan and like top 10 on Xbox um, for his clan was top 10 in the world. And uh, he was in the, like, I think he was like second in North America as a player. Like it was insane, but that was before, um, you know, it was a big, big thing. It was still like there was clans, but it was more or less like the, the you were doing it through Xbox chat to connect and stuff like that. Right. And, yeah. um, being 33 i've come to look where it's like okay i can't professional game because you know what i'm at the point where i don't i'm not going to be able to keep up with the people that are there and i'm like what can i do that no one else can or at least do something that i think i could do for the next 5 10 15 years and i'm like you know what i think i could you know make events I've always wanted to raise awareness for charity. You know, I was born in a children's hospital and stuff like that. And I've always wanted to do be someone that, like I said, an international sales rep for a video game company. I've also wanted to do it where I inspire kids to do stuff or have a youth group or something like that. And this kind of like checks all the boxes where, you know, I can be there to be a positive influence for the, the generation that's coming up and show them, hey, look, like, just achieve your goal. Like, you don't have to be good. You don't have to, you know, have a certain attire to be good on Twitch. Um, I don't need a hot tub. Um, you know, I oh, can man. do this. Yeah, you do. That's well, I mean, do. you should see what my <laughs> you should see what my setup is like right now, just for the to give a little bit of a, a, a you know real world check as it is right now um my desk is uh i've got my desk in between two couches in the corner of a room and i've got a full foot maybe a f- two feet if i'm lucky from the edge of my desk to my bookshelf behind me that i'm sitting at right now as i'm recording where I have to basically crawl through the side of the couch, over the couch, just to get out of my computer chair. Because I'm in a, just a two-bedroom house and I don't have room for anything. And, and and that's the big thing is it's you don't, if you if you have a goal and you really want to achieve it, you'll find a way to make it work. And this is something where, for me, the reason why I want to do these events is because I want it to be kind of like a con thing where it's like, I would love to have it where... Like, I've never met Joe in person. We've been friends online for almost five years. And if this world record gives me the opportunity where in four months I can sit there and go, hey, whatever company, 
I want to do this world record, but I want to do it in New Jersey. You're going to pay for all my flights and everything and pay for me to go. And they say, sure. That's going to be the greatest experience for me being able to like kind of do that full circle of, you know, getting to the industry, doing a podcast, meeting people, all these great people in my life, and then being able to meet them in person and do this great event in person would be like, that would be to me the most like that, that would be the world record for me. Like whether I make the world record or not, that that's, that's, that's what my goal is, is just to let this do what I've wanted to do, which is to like, just be involved in the industry and just be involved with the people that I do things with in the industry. So that's dope, dude. you can do it. I believe in you. I think you're gonna get it. So, I, I, I hope so. so. That's 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 the goal. Like I said, I I am I am got so many plans to. The, that's that's where for me it's. I think the it's going to be more the fear of not completing the goal is actually what's going to probably keep me awake. I'm actually more afraid of the idea of me going like 50 hours with no sleep because of worried about falling asleep than I am about like doing 24 and four hours of sleep, like. <laughs> It's going to be a real issue, but no, it's, it's, I can't wait. I'm super excited. August the 15th. Let's get it. Joe Tanner, you guys got anything else before we get out of here? Nope. No, I'm good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, man, thank you guys for coming on. Corey, thank you for coming on here and sharing it with us. All your plans and what you got going on, dude. That's a lot, dude. I'm pretty stoked. And I look forward to having you back in two weeks. Yep. Just before everything. And that's when I'll be sitting there and I probably will be super tired and everything, not only because I sat there and had to sit there and Metacritic uh, a total of over <laughs> 800 games for PlayStation now. Hey, but, so so just a quick aside, I put you on the PlayStation now one because I'm like, oh, he's a data guy. He loves this stuff. So I was like, hey, which one do you want? PlayStation now? Cool. I got Game Pass. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh yeah, well, what PlayStation? Because everyone always talks about how Xbox has m- more games and better games, and I'm like, oh yeah, because I just I I've never looked right, I've never really cared. That's what I'm saying, and so I'm like, oh yeah, well, how big is it? So I go to PlayStation, I'm like, oh, library size, because I've done the Xbox one where I go in, and then you're like, okay, non piece only on Xbox, not with Ultimate, and then you just like minimizes it down, right? And then for me, I'm like, okay, PlayStation now, let's just... And then worst thing is PlayStation now, please, PlayStation, if you're listening to this in any way, shape, or form, or if you're someone that works for Sony, please, please, on your website where you have your list of games, don't put it in alphabetical order where all you do is just put the name of the game. Give them a give them a cover. Please, just put the cover there. <laughs> I know it will take you more work. It's going to make the le- website load a lot. But please to God, you, you have over 900 games and all you have is titles. And it took me two, like, it took me almost an hour just to sit there and put them into my spreadsheet. And now they've got space. There's over 834 games that have to research on Metacritic. And yeah. like, just, 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 you know what you should do? Make this real easy for us. And, and you guys should also, you should also put, <laughs> you know what? You guys should, Sony, if you're listening, we know you guys listen. If you want to make PS Now seem like this this amazing thing compared to Game Pass, I'll tell you a secret. What you should do is just like people put, you know, when you buy a movie, you get, you know, for the longest time, Rotten Tomato wasn't wasn't that thing. Nobody cared about Rotten Tomato when it first came out. Everyone's like, what's this Rotten Tomato? No one gives a shit. And then all of a sudden, when Rotten Tomato came big, 
it was there's that little Rotten Tomato stamp that goes in the corner of all these games. You need to go and you've got Metacritic stamps that say this is a Metacritic like top whatever game. If it's above 90 percent, you get this little Metacritic stamp. Make a list of games that have that stamp. So you can show what you have. Go Metacritic top games list. Just just do it. Instead of making me three go through all these games and play Repel Fishing, which actually actually is pretty cool. But anyway. <laughs> the game was pretty games, cool. Dude, the idea that I never thought... Okay, side note here. Repel Fishing on the PS Now. I thought it was going to be like one of those old, you know, Daryl, you, you remember the old, old fishing games where it was just catch a fish, you roll your thumbsticks, and you're like, oh, and then you just. Yeah, that's, a, that's a legit fishing game right there. That, that, that's, that's, okay, Repel Fishing, the new one. So for one, there is a story mode, kind of, where you have to go through all the tournaments and everything, and you yep. get your, like, yep. and there's different fish and different lures, and then you drive your boat, and you, like, you have to throw your rod and everything. But this game, this game is intense. When you throw, like, you throw the lure, you wait for the fish, the fish hits it, you have to pull back on the stick to, like, get him to snap in. But once he snapped, I showed Joe a video of it. Like, it is intense. You, you, You have to, like, maneuver the fish left and right, and then there's points where he'll try to break the line, and you have to push X, and when you push X, then it, like, goes and it, like, he pulls it towards you quicker. And then it like goes in, zooms in on the fish, and then like the speed, the like the little like speed lines go down beside them, and it's like you just like pull left and right, and then you're pushing the button, and then you pull out this fish, and then you find out it's only like three and a half pounds, and you feel like you fought for your life for it. But um, no, but there's a that that's the big thing. I think like there's that the, that's just a tangent, but like really, Sony, just just please, if if you want to show your value, just you need to organize not only your and plus your store, please stop making it. Every time I click into the PS five list of games, you automatically just, or no PS four list. You just show me the best selling games. You don't show me the newest games that came out. I know you were trying to sell me on PS five games, but when I click on the store list, I'm not looking for what the best seller is. I'm usually looking for something new and just add a point. Cause I know Joe's going to talk about it anyway. I'll let Joe go on a rant here. Just let me, Give me a second. Uh, Joe, uh, uh, PS4, and, and uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. One eternity later. Not even going to do it. Not even going to do it. No, I'm, I'm not. No. No. Just too upset still. Game's supposed to come out the 29th. What's today's date? The fucking 16th. Where's the game? Where is it, LucasArts? Where? It's out for every other system. It's complete bullshit. Some bullcrap. Have they updated you yet, Joe? No. And you know what? I think I spammed their Twitter for like 15 days straight. I'm surprised they get blocked. <laughs> They're just ignoring it. That's probably why they did. They just probably the cause is, them. It's so funny because the cause is growing. Like everyone keeps retweeting it. So. All right, guys. This is the point where we land the plane. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Joe, Tanner. Corey, I appreciate you guys, man. This was great. Look forward to doing this again. This is the Loop Bros Podcast. As long as it, my neighbor sucks, and we're out. Get right or get left, what will it be? 